For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to Nate Land. Got a little special one. Here for you. This is a special episode uh, that we're going to put out. Thank you to our good friends at Viore for sponsoring this episode of Nate Land. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at Viore.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but you will enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. Also, if you want to give a truly meaningful gift, meaningful gift, you have to go try to try paintyourlife.com. Talk about uh, just such an awesome kind of thing. You get 20% off your painting and free shipping. Uh, text the word Nate to 64 000. 64,000. That is text, text Nate to 64000 for 20% off and free shipping. Finally, fall is a, chain, a time for change, and aren't we all working towards a better version of ourselves? It is the perfect time to focus on your mental health goals with TalkSpace. Match with a licensed therapist today at TalkSpace.com and get $100 off your free first month with promo code promo code Nate. You can see that uh, I'm on a bus. We had to do it. Send this in. So uh, thank you, everybody. Listen to this. We love you. So I'm here with Brian Bates. Aaron Weber, not here, hates the Seinfeld TV show. Yep. Uh, and so we got a new person in that's a big fan of the Seinfeld TV show, Mark Norman. Hey, hey good to be here. Thanks there for having he me. There he is, in person. I look like Aaron's after photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah you do like that's what he wants to get to <laughs> that was goal yeah. weight yeah he's like God if I could just get down to that <laughs> I'd go no one could stop me then uh, don't do it Aaron yeah stay where you're at he's lost a lot of weight oh okay yeah he's lost uh, I mean a ton of weight actually but you know he still has another you amount of weight to lose <laughs> and now he uh, and he's on the road he's on the yeah Aaron yeah that's why that would be great I, we should have said it. I didn't wasn't thinking that but it would be great. So I told Aaron no. I said I brought in Mark Norman, and Mark Norman, if he moves to Nashville, you're out, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, he's on the road, and this was very kind of last minute, quick. You're in town. Uh, you're at Zany's this weekend, which I mean, you would have already played there by the time people heard this. All sold out. Added a yeah. show. 
You're pretty, starting it up, dude. Pretty shocking. I can't believe it. I feel good. Uh, you started I'm, selling some cut. Like, are you starting to sell more weekends out? And ooh. it's all, it's like, it's clicking. It's clicking, but yeah. uh, there's some weird markets where you go, oh boy, Indianapolis, they really hate me here. No, no, you got to go to those. I do. They're, they're, they're all, I mean, yeah, I know you do it. Like, they're, me and you were very similar in uh, when we were both in New York. We were, we were the ones that did a ton of spots. Yes. We did, I mean, it would not like we couldn't stop. Couldn't stop. Every kind of room, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, club, bar show. No days off. No days off. Who needs it? I mean, what else are we doing? We would just that, Yeah. That's what's so great when you know, when you when you first came to New York and I was there. When did you start comedy? Oh seven, oh six. Yeah. So when did you move to New York? Late oh seven. Yeah. So uh I was there like three years at that point. But it's funny, New York, three years, you might as well be there ten. Yeah. Like it's just so much. And I remember when you moved there and while we got along was because of that. Cause it was like I was doing the spots. I left in 2012. And then it was like, then you were like, you just were like, I was like, yeah, dude, you do everything. Yeah. That's what I did. No days off. No, you got to be a psycho. I missed a ton of weddings, a yeah. ton of holidays. Your parents for spots. hate you. I know. For, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you pay to go on. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it again. Like, you ever think back? Like, I, uh, I don't just the eating pizza every night, the drinking, the, the day jobs, brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to, I always think that funnest time of my life. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to go back. Couldn't do it. And yeah. I think people do that with college. They would, they would break you. Oh, you couldn't do yeah. it. Oh, I was on my honeymoon in Amsterdam. <laughs> and I, and he was like, you know, Norman's there with Burt Kreischer. And I'm like, uh, I cannot hang with them. I'm not going my honeymoon. No. <laughs> yeah, on his honeymoon. I was like, how do you not go? Yeah. You got to go see him. Well, was it like, oh, yeah, I didn't want my to see him. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't hang with you for one night. I would ruin my wedding before yeah. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah, home. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> She would stay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, but you do it. I'm trying to think. I don't think I did comedy money. Like, you're go do. If you go to something, you're like, I mean, I'd go visit my mother-in-law mm-hmm. uh, with Laura. And I remember going to Huntsville and doing shows. I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to go out and do a show tonight. Like, you just find a show. Yeah, the ladies hate that. Yeah. Oof. Not fans. A couple no. of years ago, I went to Zany's on a Wednesday night to see you. It's half full. And then this weekend, I'm like, hey, can I come see Norman? They're like, Saturday at 4. It's the only chance you can. I'll get you. Everything in. else is sold out. I got you. Yeah. That's what at a 4 o'clock show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to do that now. Like, you have to sometimes go... Either, like, if people want, they're like, oh, we want to come like Saturday earlier show. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. That's a little tough. Exactly. <laughs> and you got to throw. I have one show that's like, I've just been like, look, I'll, that one's going to be a little. It's like the, you got to get your people in. Like, when I do Nashville, it's like, I get, you know, it's like family. Yep. Wise family. Like, it's all our family. They And some old, my old friends. And then the other ones that I know that are my friends now, you're like, y'all got to go on this yeah other day the off peak the off yeah you can't be there that day no and also i don't know about you but i hate family and friends in the audience i want the strangers oh i, I don't i don't let them sit up front there you go i always tell people they want they like if i'm giving them tickets and they're on my guest list and they're like oh is it gonna be good seats i'm like no 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> you should buy them if you want better seats you're not Ooh. gonna be up front no you can't no nah, if you look at someone that knows you and so you just think they see through. They don't. You know, it's, I don't think they think that, but we. it's hard. You think they see through you because they're yes. like, you're like, that's not, you know, or something. That's they might be like, yeah, it's like, he's, we're not all like that. or they, I don't right, know. You right. just, it's just hard. It's hard. It, it makes you feel vulnerable and less authentic. Yeah. My buddy, uh, Michael Clay, 
who I started comedy with, I remember I came out to Zany's once and it was like when it was like kind of packed, it was like starting to, you know, I don't know the, the, I don't know if it was, maybe it was one night or something, I don't know, but it was maybe sold out that night. And then, so I got him tickets and, uh, I, I walked on stage and he's front row right there <laughs> yeah. and they put him there. And I mean, in my first, my first move on stage, I just, the door opens and I just go, uh, <laughs> I just look at him. I'm like, why would you? And he <laughs> thinks he's being a great friend. Look at yeah. me. Look at my front. Yeah. No, we <laughs> Now he knew because we started comedy and he just, I go like that and he goes, I'm sorry. Uh. Like, <laughs> they just put him there and he'd like, what's he going to, you know, he's not going to yell at someone for putting him there. It's, it's where you learn that you're like, oh, I got to make sure I tell them. Right. Like, hey, the, if I have someone, they can't be in my sight line. Yeah. If you're yeah. a friend or family, if you want to go see a show, go secretly. Then you'll yeah. see the real show. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, we're yeah. gonna, you know, change it up because we see you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You could just not say anything. Yeah, yeah. But then you then you get off stage and go, my aunt was here. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh no. Yeah. I went hard. I talked about her uncle for <laughs> yeah, my uncle for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got off and go. I think I got a new thirty minutes about my uncle, and you're like, <laughs> well, your aunt was here. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, I shouldn't have tried it tonight. I do shows. It's I know everyone though. It's all friends and family, so yeah. I have to stagger them. Like, my least like yeah. friends and family up front, and then just work them back. So now these people <laughs> listen to this know. Well, I'm mean, not front row seats to Brian. <laughs> like you can go. Yeah, well, I'm not a fan of you. <laughs> right, right. It's the least you see. Yeah, it's like you got to get your friends and family. You're like, well, I don't see them a lot, right. and so like they can they can go closer, and the closer to you, the farther back they go. Exactly, and but. It is perfect for us, and I think we're introverted, weirdo comedians. So uh, if somebody goes, I'm going to come see your show, you go, great, this counts as a hang. Yeah. Because otherwise, it would be a nightmare for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You do a lot of that. I mean, I hang, it's mostly at my shows. Yeah. And I still see, uh, so I see more people than most people see. Because mm-hmm. you're always going to their town, and then so I, we go hang out. And uh, like my buddy Mitch from high school just came to uh, Charleston. And he came, ate with us, hung out with us backstage, went to the show. We hung out after the show, and then they, uh, and then that was it. And it was like, you know, but you get some of it. You just get so busy. You're like, dude, this is. If you want to hang, this is the hang. This is like, because I can't. I don't. You know, it's like when I'm home, you're like, I'm barely home. Yeah. And I still have a family. Yes. And so you know, I had to somewhat, because I can come home and want to golf or something. Or mm. I, like, I mean, I had this weekend. I had buddies come. Some buddies came over. You're just kind of busy. And then it's like, I was talking to Laura, and I was like, I do, like, I got to get better at being like, oh, let me just get home with, Same. you know. It's not like I don't talk to them, but uh, it's like, it's just, you know, I bring a circus around me. Of course. And then, so then your circus kind of comes home, and then you're like, you got to be like, oh, it's all kind of new to me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to get, I got to like, I need to like be better at being with them. Yes. You know, being, we're going to my daughter's softball game tonight. It's like. Well, it's like you go to that, just me, you know, no one else is there. And there's so much of me that's, you're like, hey, you want to go to my daughter's soccer? You know, because comics <laughs> just want, they're like, oh, let's come hang out. Yeah, and yeah. then comics, are, we're such idiots. We'll be like, yeah, I'll go, dude. I'll go to this <laughs> kid's softball that. game. Because we're like, what if we get a joke out of it? Exactly. Like, you know? And then they get a fight with the ref. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's their closer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to be open to everything as a comic. That's true. Which and it's real easy not to. Yeah. Real easy to go. No, thanks. I'm not going to that uh, Very reunion. Easy. And you got to go to stuff that you're not comfortable doing because mm-hmm. that's, you know, and you want to be, you got to live. You know, I remember uh, Sinbad said that in a book where he was like, before you get started, 
you do, you know, it's like you're on, he was on a Greyhound bus and he's the funniest comedian in the country. But he's like, but then you start riding in limos and you start doing all this stuff, you get famous and then you can't go do the things that you normally could have done. Well, then your act becomes not as good. Yeah, of course. Which Sinbad became very crowd work here, which I wonder if that's a big oh, part of it. yeah. Because it's like almost like, what's he going to talk about his regular life? He's in movies, he's famous, he can't do this. Stuff. So he's like, well, I'll just be funny and talk to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Right. And then maybe that's a way to adapt. Oh, yeah. Never thought about that. I uh, did a gig at Caroline's. Remember those Caroline's gigs that you'd follow Sinbad or whatever? He would do an hour. Yeah. He probably did three hours. So he pushed the show that I was on with a bunch of no-name guys. That just canceled because he just took up all the time. And so we kind of showed up like, oh, geez, Sinbad, what, what are you doing? And he goes, don't worry. And he just told us stories for another three hours. Oh. So now we had to listen great. to those. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was probably a fun. Great, great stories. That's it. I think I've talked about it. Did I talk about opening for Paul Mooney on here? Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know. Not opening for him, but we, so Paul Mooney, who just passed away, uh, was like a legendary comic, uh, black comic. Uh, and if people don't know him, like he, but he wrote for, yeah, look at the camera. <laughs> He's black. He's black. Yeah. Back check. Yeah. I just looked into it. Yeah. Uh, confirmed. Confirmed. And so he was like with Eddie Murphy. And I mean, this dude's like a legend. Legend prior. The old and so he would do these Sunday shows. Remember the, he would always do like Sunday or something yeah. at Caroline's. So his audience would come in. He would show up whenever. I know Jay, Big Jay opened for him once. And they, when he goes up, they go, look, you might do five minutes and you might do an hour. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> and so you just got to go up. And that's hard. Like usually someone's, if someone ever tells you, dude, just go up until we lie to you, we don't know. That's like the worst. Yeah. Because you're like, I just need a, some kind of time frame. Exactly. Like, what am I doing? Like, am I trying to just murder for 10 minutes or am I, do I got to do an hour? Mm-hmm. Well, then I, need, I don't want to just be at 20 minutes and be like, well, I've done all my A stuff. Yeah. And they're like, you need 40 more minutes. And you're like, well, I haven't saved anything. Exactly. So it's hard. And uh, and it's not really your crowd. It's so his crowd. It's his crowd. <laughs> and so one, one show we're doing it and he doesn't show up. And so they just put us up because they're like, well, we got these people here. We can't have a show. So obviously his, cl- his crowd is uh, – like him, yeah, <laughs> and they're older too. Yep. Like his crowd's older, and uh, I, you know, I don't think they're not thrilled to be watching just a bunch of white comics. Sure, that's what they had to throw. So we all just go up in front of Paul Mooney's crowd, and they're yeah. like, "What is this?" I remember just looking <laughs> at this man, this old man. And he's just the whole show is just shaking his head. <laughs> like his mindset was like, "All right, I'm about to go." Here, dude, trash white people for an hour. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and then he just gets white people shoved in his face more. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ah. Oh. And they, I mean, he hate, like, you know. Where yeah. was this at? Caroline's. <laughs> yeah. It was just so funny that we were, you were like, why would you get, don't put us up there. Like, and they're like, well, I mean, we don't, what are we going to do? He's not here. Yeah. And you and are they're here. And you are. And so they told him some people left and some people were like, I guess I'll stay. And it, it just wasn't their cup of tea. I opened for JB Smoove there, and it was right when Curb hit. Everybody loved Curb. He was on Curb. And uh, so it was all Jewish people in the audience, like New York Jews. And he came out to the ba ba da ba da ba So they're going nuts, like, oh, we're going to see Leon Black. 
He was filthy. I mean, like deaf comedy jam. <laughs> and I remember watching everybody walk out. It was like the exodus of the, you know, let my people go. All just leaving Yamaka after Yamaka. Gone. <laughs> just getting out of there. Yeah. That's all you saw. Is That's it. Everybody puts it back on and they leave. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do they take it off? Or? I don't think so. Yeah. You leave it on, right? I saw you open for uh, Bruce Bruce at Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, this is an episode about Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how we've got here. Uh, yeah, I opened for Bruce Bruce. That was the the funniest. He was very nice. Didn't talk to him much. Was like kind of like going to his green room, going to Green McCarolines, like kind of pay your respects mm-hmm. to like a legend and be like, I'm a comic. I'm from the South. And, you know, he's like, that's good, man. He's like, good for you. Keep doing it. He, you know, like it was very polite. Yeah. And then you just kind of walk out of the green room. Didn't spend a ton of time with him. Uh, not in a bad way. I mean, he's a dude that travels yeah. everywhere. Like you're, that's what thing. Some comics, I know, get so mad at headliners. Yeah, not like saying us, but like I, I, even before I was ever headlining, I just remember them being like, he never talked to me. Like, dude, he has to talk to everybody every weekend. Yeah, right? like you think he wants to talk to? You've been doing comedy six months. I know, and you got to go talk to this guy. Like, no, you don't. I would. It would drive you crazy. Yeah. yeah, they think, oh, we'll bond. He'll take me on the road. Yeah. We'll have this great relationship. Like. Come on, this is a gig. He's gone tomorrow. Yeah, and it's and you will so just be like, how do I get his gig? Yeah, your gig. You shouldn't be trying to say how do I get on the road with that guy. It should be like, well, how do I become that guy? And that's what you do. And that's the problem. People just look at like, how do I become on the road with that guy? And you're like, well, that's that can end up being not working out. Yeah, and then so then you make it, and then your feelings get hurt because you're got a lot more. I'm, you know, you look at it where you're like, I'm not relying anything on this guy. Yeah, I don't. If he doesn't, I, it's cool that I get to do this, mm-hmm. and that's where it lies. Yeah, anything helping, anything else is bonus. And just kill this show. Just kill this show. Yeah. And so I went up and I go on stage, sold out, and it was good. And then uh, when you bring him up, you like leave the stage. Yeah. And so, uh, and they announce it. You know, it's a proper theater, like bringing up. Mm-hmm. This was at Caroline's. And he goes, so I go, all right, good night. I walk off stage. Mark Theobald was on the show oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And then uh so I think I was I was I went up first and Mark went up. Maybe Mark was hosting because he was gonna bring Bruce Bruce up. I was Mark was farther along than me as a comic, but I think Mark, it's like that's part of the show is him being up there. Oh, okay. And then uh so I go up, dude, like whatever. And then they go, All right, everybody's welcome to stage. Bruce, Bruce, they yell his name, and he's in the green room. And he's not coming. Uh, they start playing a song, and he's not coming. And I almost, almost, and thank goodness I did it, went to him and said, hey, they said your name. Because oh. <laughs> I didn't think, you know, I'm so new that I think, like, I'm used to, like, when they say your name, I'm sprinting to the stage. Of course, yeah. yeah. And so I almost, I don't know the theatrics of, like, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you know, I always thought I was going to go up to him and go, they said your name name. <laughs> like, uh, and so, I, luckily, some good part of me is going, don't do that. Yes. I imagine he knows. Wow. It's a sold-out show for him. And then he comes out with two people, two, like, security dudes walking behind him. This song, people are losing it. Funny, the two security dudes are smaller than he is. Yeah. And like where you're like, they would do nothing. Like he would have to fight people to make sure they don't get killed. <laughs> and then he gets on stage and like raps the last part of the song and then like that's it. It was yeah. pretty cool. Like oh, uh, yeah. and so it was like, oh, all right. But it was a fun, you know. That's a fun thing to see. It's a hell of yeah. an experience. And yeah. I assume you open for Earthquake at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someday I hope so. Yeah. He's a killer. He does pretty good uh with uh 
urban African American. Yeah, black, my, my uh, best videos them. got is uh, all black show. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's got like yeah. two million views. Well, it's fun because you get to be the the white guy, the novelty. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's that. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> that with us? Yeah. 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 Jeez, yeah. <laughs> like, whitey. Yeah. You're like good. Not you're not prepared for it. <laughs> you're like all right, let's calm it down. This episode's about Seinfeld television show. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Curb. Uh, Things when uh, JB Smooth doesn't know Seinfeld. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And he's like, This show's Larry, Larry David's like, You never watched this show? And he's, he's like, like, No, I've never like, seen it. What is this? Yeah. What yeah. is this? He goes, This is this is really funny. And yeah. He's like, You never seen Seinfeld? He's like, No, never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> never know, even heard of it. Never even heard of it. You know, whoever, and not trying to, this will be a name drop because I'm saying it. Who else doesn't know Seinfeld? Uh, Lance Armstrong. What? So uh, I did his podcast. I've got to know him. He's come to a few shows and we were talking about it because when he was Seinfeld was on, he was in doing, he was in Europe. Mm-hmm. He was doing oh, right. uh, tour, de tour de France. He was the top of the game. So like he was basically Seinfeld. I mean, at that point you look at it's Jordan Seinfeld, Lamps Armstrong. Like those are the Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods yeah. was like coming right at the end of that. He was like 2000, but it was like all that kind of was like, those dudes were the main dudes that anybody talked about. True. Uh, so he was a like gone. So he was in another country. So he's, he's like, never watched it. Makes sense. All his references when you talk to him are like pre him going to start riding bikes. Oh, wow. Like it's like old Eddie Murphy specials <laughs> are delirious. Like it's the only thing he knows is he'll talk to you and be like, what about this? You're like, yeah, dude, that was the uh, early 80s or right. late 80s. And he's like, well, then he became Lance Armstrong. So he's like, I was, like he did I was nothing. Busy. I was busy. Yeah, he's and now like, what he's happened like, with OJ? Yeah, he goes, what's, he goes, man, what's a great running back, you know? <laughs> I go, yeah, well, a lot has changed, yeah. Lance. Uh, yeah. Don't be a shock to your system, but. Yeah. So, uh, all right, to get started, this you have a couple comments. We're, gonna, we're only doing a couple because uh, it's a special episode. Well, and these are brand new. It's not like I've been saving these. This one came yesterday. I would love Mark Norman to come on this podcast, but I'm pretty sure Nate Land would lose a few podcast fans. Mm. I mean, mm. talk about other end of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not funny. Yeah. That's that's I mean. that's uh, <laughs> yeah, no, if you listen to Norman, uh, I mean, you're basically – you do get dirty, but you're kind of, I always told you, I was like, you're, you can do a Tonight Show tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you can clean it up, uh, take stuff out. And that's the part of his comic. There's a lot of comics that I think people think they're dirty, and but they're the ones that don't always feel dirty, mm-hmm. uh, unless you're looking for it. Yeah. But they, you know, like you, you've done a million like, late night appearances, so you can't talk about stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, so you're, I, you're, you're, you would be one that's like, hey, you're, you're kind of a cleaner act, but you, you know, you curse and you have some other jokes and stuff like that. But you know, not too far. Like Vecchione was just with us. Yeah, killer. And Mike is the same kind of. Mike's basically clean. Yeah, and like some of it is like, oh yeah, just be clean, dude. Like, but uh, the ultimate compliment you get this a lot is like, oh, I didn't even realize Nate was clean. Oh which yeah, which is the nicest thing you can say. That's that's all you want. Yeah, that's all you want because you don't want someone to be like. They're there for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are there for that, and so you want those people too, but you want other people to not, because I think there's just a tarnish on clean. Yeah. Like, it's it's people think, I'm not watching this. It's like a clean, like, it's not, it's, it's going to be, it's corny, it's not going to be written well, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And, like, I just have this idea, like, no, 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 we, I always think that's an audience I want to go after, is, like, to show them, like, we can create things that don't have to be yeah dirty. That's- and, like, you're just, and no one's doing it. So why no. why don't I just try to do that and go after that? Because then you're going to get the people 
that, you know, I want people that come to you, come to Tom Segura, mm-hmm. come to whoever, tell, and then I want them to come to me. And like, I want us to all be like, yeah, we're all the same comics. Whether you want this or that or whatever, these are all great comics. Yeah. I'm not saying me, I'm not trying to throw myself in that, but uh-huh. you guys, but you know what I mean? Like, you just want to be a great comic. Yes. And you want to be, no matter what people do. Oh, sorry. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Aaron's gone one point. And then, uh, yeah. So, have you ever had a bit? And I've always wondered this about clean comics that you go, "Oh, this is so good," but it's it's not clean, and you just want to do it. Maybe, maybe one or two, mm. and I one of them I talked about, and that's on YouTube uh, in that article that was written where he talked about it. It was like uh, a joke about like uh, prostitution, like, mm-hmm. and I had a, something like that. It, it was it was clean, but it was like on my edge, the edge of your side. And I, and then I had someone reach out and I like heard this girl's feelings and I just hated it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I mean, I never really told that joke again, but it's, but it got taped at a comedy club. So it's like, it's Whoa. not my video. Yeah. And, uh, so it's just up. It's not a, I, it's not a bad joke, but it just was like mean spirited. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. I didn't want to hurt someone's feelings. Like nah. no matter what they, no matter who they are, whether they're that or they're in church or yeah. they're on the street. Like I don't, I, it's just not. I don't think I find it fun to be like. I feel the same way. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, you're you say this edgy stuff. Are you trying to get a rise out of people? I'm like, no way. No. I never got those comments. Like I walk half the room. Like yeah. why? I want the room uh, to have a good time and laugh. I think people that do that are not good comics, I and think so, so they too. go. They're walking the room anyway, and so they're like, well, I'll do better <laughs> if I just try to walk it yeah. on purpose. Yeah. And so then I get to be the guy that oh, you got to go see it, walk through, and you're almost playing that. You're becoming that niche. True. Or you know, weirdly enough. People could not like to hear this. Larry David kind of like you oh, could argue yeah. with his stand up is he would go up. It's very funny. The stories are very funny. Like, I mean, he went on stage when he first started and he would look at the crowd and be like, no, I don't like this mm-hmm. crowd and walk off stage. And you look and now you're like, that's hilarious, dude. That's so funny to do that. But then you're like in that moment, you're like, well, he's not good enough to do stand up. Yeah. You and failed. I'm not trying to say anything, but it's like not to trash him or something. No, no. Like obviously he's. Hilarious. Yeah. Obviously, brilliant. he's like brilliant. Yeah. And, but it's like in that world, you're like, you know, dude, I mean, yeah, your job is to go do, to go perform for these people. Yeah. Don't do that job. And he did it. Yeah. And he did <laughs> this job. And this was the job that was the one and the yeah. curb. And like, he's unreal. And now, you know, I think he could, you know, he'd probably do some stand up yeah. now, but like, he's very, people get him now. I don't think they got him then. That's yeah. true. And that's part of stand up is, getting the audience to get you yeah. immediately. And he was like, I'm not doing that part. I'll go yeah. write something. Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. Go do it. It's and then like, everybody. yeah. Yeah. We, uh, but coming up with stuff now, I would say my, I, I just don't, my, I, my mind doesn't really go to that. Mm-hmm. So it's, you really put yourself in the position to be whatever you write is kind of what you think about. It's what you're looking for. Yeah. So I'm not, since I'm not doing any of that stuff, you know, I don't have any sex jokes or any, like that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm just not looking there for jokes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just don't – it just doesn't come into my mind. Not saying it never will. I don't know. I don't want to say anything. But I just – it would be very forced. Yeah. It would feel forced. And so, I don't – I just don't. It just doesn't pop in. That's good. Yeah. Because then you have to push it down. If it doesn't pop in anyway, you're golden. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's always helped you with – Late nights and stuff like that, you're just like, I just don't think like that. So, uh, 
not saying it's better or worse or mm-hmm. any, I have no, but it's like, I'm just, that's how my, that's how I think. I do think writing clean is more skillful because you actually have to find the magic in some scenario or, you know, if you do a joke about tables, it's got to be actually funny. Yeah. Whereas if you throw in the the dirty, the curse word, you can get it kind of more about a sex joke, but you just started with a table. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's way harder to go full clean. But I think when you nail a clean joke, it's actually, you found the comedy in it. Yeah. Instead of just yeah flipping it over to something. Well, people are cursing sometimes now. It's like, some of them, you're like, all right, dude, it's too much. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're like, you can't be... You know, saying these words is like just your in-between words. Oh, the filler. And then you're even, then it blows for the part where you, it blows yeah. it for when you actually need that word. Yes. Because you're just saying it like, Willy like nilly. the way I say like. Yeah. Like you're just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like just kind of a brain part where you just go like, oh, I'm just trying to think of something real fast. Yeah. I feel like Seinfeld's, most people think Seinfeld's clean, but he'll have an occasional word in there, but yeah. it's, it's, it adds to it. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it's more impactful because it's rare. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Cosby, you know, before Cosby, everybody, you know, the whole thing. But he has a joke where he says the A word and it murders. It yeah. gets like a two-minute laugh because it's so special. Yeah. Yeah. You see that. Yeah. You are, as you said, you've always stuck by Cosby's side. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I like his later stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like his earlier stuff. <laughs> By the way, you can see how terrified I'm trying to act normal in this photo, and I'm freaking out the whole time. So, what's going on here? We uh, we did four shows at the Beacon, highlight of my life. Yeah, this is pre-COVID, obviously. And uh, <laughs> after the four shows, he likes to do a thing where he goes, "We I rented out this Italian joint, great pizza, and then we had tiramisu after, and a couple of glasses of wine, and just talk comedy and trash people and." I walked home on cloud nine that night, just yeah. clicking my heels all the way from oh, midtown. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. When I remember when you when he mentioned you on the Mets game, yeah. So they had, or do you have all this stuff? For, I have that. Yeah. You want me to play it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it. So geez. this is a big one. I'm gonna get misty. Yeah. He already hates it. He's like, uh, here we go. Who has not broken I mean I remember I texted you that night, and you were obviously getting blown up. Yeah. Because it was like everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. We were losing our mind. Yes. Yeah, uh, like how quickly did you know it? I was bombing in Buffalo. It was July 4th weekend, so the club was empty. Yeah. I had like 12 people there. Bombing, sweating. I get off stage after the first Friday show, and then you have a minute before you have to do the second show. And I'm in the green room like, whoo! And my phone is like a pinball machine. And I was like, huh? And like, Seinfeld's talking about it. And I just... Clicked one of the links and I couldn't believe it. I sent it to my parents. They actually cared about it for the yeah. first time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's great because you can't take that away from me, right? Yeah. You know, you can you can ruin my life or kill me or whatever, but I, I have that on video forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, that's and as all three of us are in this boat, that's our guy. Yes, that's our like we love that guy, legend. And uh, I bet you were so grateful for whoever took that photo. 
I was, yeah. Proving that you had that night. Who took it? Like, he's just, got a like a bodyguard kind of right And he took man. it for you. He totally did. He was like, yeah. here you go. I was like, oh. Yeah. Because obviously you want it the whole time, but you, you don't want to be like, hey, can somebody get this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be that guy. That's so good, man, to have people like that that's with him that understand how, like they like you. Yes. Yeah. And so then they go, he wants this. Exactly. I had my, uh, my, my old manager, Abby Robertson, if here, grab oh, that. Yeah. There. Uh, she took this one, and I'm always grateful for that she took this. And I don't know if you can see it, but it was like this was such, I've posted it before, but it's like oh uh, wow, it's with it's with Fallon and Leno. Look how young you are. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah. that's fat so hungover. Two weeks Nate. ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were the bad days. Uh, but it's like so they took so she took this picture. And that was a situation where like, all this was happening and you're like, well, if I'm lucky, I can get a picture on stage. But right. this picture is more important than the one that's on stage. Wow. And I'm always grateful that Abby took that picture because it was uh, Abby Robertson. Uh, that's huge. Because it was just, yeah, it was enormous. Like it was just such a good, it was such a good, uh, it was such a crazy experience. Because when you're around those guys, I've now like talked to Leno. Like, yeah. you know, we, uh, he call, he'll call me, he just calls you. And uh, and then we're t- me and him will talk a little bit, and it's I'm always like great. You're always like I can't believe I'm talking to you. It's uh, you know you're like this is you just feel like you're like dude you shouldn't be talking. To me. I know I like, know that's you know, but you want to give him money or something? Yeah, Thank you're you like for doing I, this. what's your charity? I'll yeah. do whatever you want. <laughs> so like, make a wish for so us. Make, yeah, it's it's such a cool thing. Seinfeld is the one that I haven't met. Uh, how annoyed were you when you saw that video? Like, oh, come on. I mean, it's <laughs> He free. called me. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Two yeah, hours. I got to. Mark Norman's nothing in this business. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Seinfeld really even said it. He yeah. said, here's a guy that's terrible. <laughs> he hasn't broken. Yeah. yeah. I go, he's, he's bombing in Buffalo right now. I'm here. I flew to Buffalo <laughs> to make sure he was bombing still. <laughs> now, I was happy for you. I I would be very, very jealous. I mean, obviously, you. I want to meet him, but I've been very jealous for uh, anybody else. But you're just like, for you and how you're like us and you're a big, big, big fan that big you're fan. like, I'm happy. You know, you're a good person. You want good people to right. like get this and you're a great comic. And so you were like, man, and it's crazy. Cause then you're like, that's such a big deal that I can't believe that I was able to talk to you about it. Wow. You know? Like you're like, golly dude, like Seinfeld's the dude. Like yeah. being starstruck, it's, it's gotten, it's less and less. I don't get it that much anymore, but that, but him, I would be, I would be able to talk to him, but mm-hmm. it's like that's all I want. I want to like I'll I'm I'm trying to open. I told, I think I told my manager we're gonna try to call him. If Seinfeld watches this. I'll open for you any town <laughs> you want me to come to. He I'll, is a fan. I know he likes you. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, I don't even know. Like I've heard that. I've heard him yeah. say it. There's a guy named yeah. Bergazzi, you know, a little <laughs> yeah. dirty, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little too dirty for my taste. Yeah. But, uh, but he's one of us too. You watch yeah. him on Comedians and Cars. He's he's got a, a Jerry Lewis episode, and he's like an eight year old. Yeah. Like, yes, sir, Mister Lewis. I love you. I'm a huge fan. Can I ask you about this? And you're like. That's just what we do to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it just yeah. keeps passing down. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, I want to, yeah, I just want to go out. I want to go out with him. I want to go do this. I just mm-hmm. want to talk comedy. I don't even care if we could, I open for him. I just, I just want to yeah. be able to go sit and talk comedy with him. I uh, opened for Ryan Hamilton one weekend and I picked his brain the whole oh, weekend. Yeah. Just what it's like opening for him on the road. Yeah. So yeah, to me, it's just an honor to know someone like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about him. 
It's yeah. like the fifties. Like you, you met Babe Ruth. Yeah. yeah, you know, you talk to him too, like all the time. Or I mean, we'll text yeah. every now. It's getting less and less because of COVID, and then you just never see him anymore. And comedy yeah. got weird, so it's less and less. But we text about Norm. Yeah, and that was nice. What's yeah. his number? Yeah, <laughs> let's go ahead and pass that along. <laughs> sure. Uh, Hey, Jerry's neighbor gets the, uh, Norman gave, I'm sure you're cool with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I'd imagine that, but it's nice to be able to have that, you know, I do like, I had it with, uh, Chris Rock cause yeah. I opened for him and, uh, I just did the DAR in, uh, DC. Well, DC and that's where they take delirious and Robin Williams special. And they did Chris Rock special there mm-hmm. and a bunch more. I think my Mulaney might've shot something there. Mm. And then, uh, so I texted him that there's just a picture of a picture of his special up on the wall. And he's like, ah, oh, he goes, Well, the main one was delirious. And that's still kind of crazy. Yeah. He'd be like, dude, I can't believe I'm talking to this this dude. Yep. I'm taking a picture of his face from a special that he did. And then he's like, Yeah, Eddie Murphy's the one, the important one. And you're like, just the fact that you're able to talk to a guy that has seen all that stuff, you're like, this is crazy, dude. Well, that's the cool thing about stand-up, is we don't have as much pretension. Like if you're a a low-level guitar guy. You're never going to hang out with Mick Jagger. Yeah. But we get to hang out with these guys because it, we're all just comics. Yeah. They have these big levels of, you know, I'm a superstar. Comics comic. They want this. Yeah. They want this Hank. We went at, when Foxworthy was with us, it was like, I think I could, Foxworthy would come on the bus with me. Wow. And like just hang, like Foxworthy, they're at a point where like career stuff is like, they've done everything. Mm-hmm. They like doing comedy. So they want to, they like making jokes and stuff. But it's like, they're at the top. Yeah. And so now what they don't get anymore is that. Yeah. you and him sitting at a table yep. talking comedy. And that's all any of us want. I know. And so the hang. they like the hang. Yeah. And like, so we had, like when we were at Foxworthy, I mean, we were just all, the, he's like the nicest dude. Nice I mean, he's another guy. one that's like, I can't believe I'm talking to him. I had his cassette growing up. Yeah. It blew my mind. It's crazy. And then you, and then we're sitting there talking comedy and he's telling me these stories and like, just the names he's saying, you're like, you're like, is that guy a lot? Like, you know, but it's like the most famous people ever. He's not doing it in a bragging way. It's like, that's the life that he's kind of doing. Yeah. And like, so it's just kind of a crazy, it's a crazy life. But he loves talking comedy. It was fun to like, you know, hear stuff that you're like, well, he would never say some of this out loud. And you're like, <laughs> but he's trust you. And you're yep, like, oh, yep. wow. You're like, this is great. I mean, it's uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And those guys had to, like Foxworthy had to come up when comedy was Comedy's big now. It's it's accepted. It's on Netflix. People saw it at the Garden all the time. Comedy was like very niche, underground. I think to come up in the 80s like that and then the 90s, that's impressive to mm-hmm. me. I want to talk to him about his New York days. Yeah. Like what they did at the beginning. I've always wanted to know that. Because he's like, what are they getting paid? Yep. Uh, where are they living? Where were they living where you have to take cabs? You yeah, take subways? Exactly. Like, were you able to make money? Like, you know, how did it? How'd you it's do like, the road without a, a GPS? Yeah, when did you start doing the road? Yes. When you were doing clubs? Like, you know, because you don't know. Like, Eddie Murphy was always someone that you're like, you just figured he was famous yep. immediately. And then, you know, talking to Chris Rock, you're like, no, he, we would go to Stress Factory and he'd go up there and do something. And you're wow. like, what? Like, wow. you're, And he was like running his act. And you're like, oh. So, like, he's a phenom. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, but there was work. You still got to work it out. Still got to work it out. And uh, and you think with him that you're just like, oh, I thought he just like was like, oh, you want me to do a special? Then he was like, he just went and did it. Yeah. <laughs> and like even doing comedy, you're like, I can see how hard it is. But it's, you know, he's 22. That special is legendary. Unbelievable. That you're going, maybe he is that good. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, you know. He's just got a gift. He's got it. He's yeah. one in a million. 
Yeah, that's like, I mean, with Cosby, which all we keep referring, this is old Cosby. We're talking <laughs> old comics. Uh, one Norman's heroes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later stuff. Later stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, but like, where did he go run? Did he ever run <sighs> stuff? Did he ever? I think he just did it on the road. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah. have to do the road and you just. Well, like in Comedian when Seinfeld says Cosby, or, or Chris Rock says he did, what, two and a half hours yeah. without a break or something yeah. like that? Maybe longer than that. I can't remember. Yeah. It's probably it's probably point. that. It's a yeah. good point. Yeah. It's it's kind of Chappelle-ish. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. yeah, it's fun. You want to come here? Hey, hey. We, this is the special episode, but. This is uh, our daughter Harper. That's Mark Harper. He hasn't met. She hasn't met Mark. We're just talking Seinfeld. She just got home from school. She got a softball game tonight. The Nightmares. Oh, look, that's the name of the team name. That's scary. So we're hoping yeah. to win. All right, good team name. I was a bedwetter, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ordered a painting that I thought of uh, from using two different pictures of Harper and her favorite horse, Flame. Uh, it was way easier than I thought it was going to be. We just uploaded the two pictures and told them in the online order how, uh, the, on the online form, how we wanted it together. And seriously, I mean, like a few days later, we had a proof and it was perfect on the first try. Harper loved it. It was awesome. It's a picture of Harper and a horse, her favorite horse, Flame, and they're looking at each other. And uh, it's a real pain. She, Harper loved it. She, it's hung up now. If you're looking for a special gift for someone this holiday season, something truly unique and personal, We've got a great idea for you at paintyourlife.com. You can have an original painting by a world-class artist done by hand from any photo at an affordable price. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Send any picture, yourself, children, family, special place, cherished pet, or combined photos with one painting. You can order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less in five minutes. Quick and easy process. Get a hand-printed portrait in about three weeks uh, at paintyourlife.com. There is no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. But you're, you're going to love it because we love... Ours is unbelievable. Harper and uh, Flame. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That is right, 20% off and free shipping to get this special offer. Text the word Nate to 64-000, that's Nate, 64-000, text Nate to 64-000, paint your life, celebrate the moments that matter the most. We all talk to our friends when we're going through things, but they do not always give the advice we need because they just don't know how. Getting feedback and advice from a licensed professional can be way more helpful. Facing obstacles is not easy. You you do not win a prize for doing it alone. Over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health. We all need help sometimes, and asking for support when you need it is actually a sign of strength. It will make you better. Don't just sit and be miserable. You can get help. If you're looking to talk to someone, you're going to love Talkspace. They make it so easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions, all from the comfort of your device. You start messaging your therapist the same day you sign up. At Talkspace, your privacy and security are the number one priority. The app puts you in a private room with just you and your therapist. Send messages 24-7 and get replies throughout the day. No need to wait for a weekly appointment. Uh, Talkspace encryption and added security features keep your conversations fully protected. 
Talkspace therapists are experts in dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more to help start feeling better. So go get help. Go talk. Don't be miserable. I mean, you know, like it's, it's a good thing. Join Talkspace today and start moving forward with a single message. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code Nate at sign up. That is $100 off at Talkspace.com. Promo code Nate. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Seinfeld. All right. Yeah, yeah. I just rewatched the, the pilot episode. I think the first two seasons, maybe the first three, are the ones I know the least best. Those are yeah, those aren't the best. Uh, what do you tell someone if they're going back to watch it? If they want to, the only thing I would say to watch the first two, and it's not like they're bad. It's mm. just they're shot very old. Yeah, and like it's always just like a little different. Uh, I would say, look, it's not bad to watch the first two just so you can get these characters, and I think you enjoy the rest of it more because you really know who they are. Mm-hmm. If someone is like, I kind of know them and stuff, I'm always like, start at three, episode, uh, season three. Agree. Start there and go. Three to seven is yeah. the best. That's re- the good stuff. Yeah, I, I think, it. but I'll argue some, I, we can argue some eight and nine. I, it's, uh, let's argue. Yeah. yeah. No, Larry David. It got I, wacky. Uh, I read an article where Michael Richards said at first he did Kramer's character as, little dumb and step mm-hmm. behind everyone and then he's flipped it where he's like no I'm a little bit ahead of you yeah. in a weird way and that's when everything changed yeah, I think for that character it's funny for a dumb guy to think he's yeah. smart yeah that's, that's, that's kind of how much do you want to work with that guy Larry Charles is his name yeah right? like you see him on something I'm like, like every time I talk about a TV show I'm like will he do it like I just want him <laughs> I know, to do right? it and it's like he's like doing so much of this stuff. You're like, I just want to work with him. Yeah. He's doing you know, like, rat and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. He's, he's ridiculous. Busy. Looks like a guy that wouldn't have created Yes, Seinfeld. yes. He looks like a guy that you would be like, you think that guy watched it? And you would be like, no. 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 Yeah, he looks like a guy that Larry David would hate. Yeah. But they're tight. Isn't he the one that comes out of the bathroom on the airplane when Elaine? Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He looks it's like, like ZZ Top or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really watched the, the pilot. Kramer was called Kessler. Yep. Oh, in the pilot. In the pilot, because the real Kenny Kramer wouldn't allow them to, <laughs> to use his name. Yeah. That's where stuff makes the best comedy. When you use a real person, everybody can. Yep. Everybody gets on board with that because they're like, everybody's like, oh, oh, you know what? He's like my. Like, if it's, if you're creating someone that's just a full blown character that's like doesn't exist, mm-hmm. then we're just watching. But if you're like, oh, that that was my real neighbor, you're like, oh, you know what? I knew a guy that was kind of like that. Yes. And then like people are more invested because they just think of someone that they know. Completely. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, what's the guy who did Raymond? Phil uh, Rosenthal. Rosenthal. He yeah. said he tried to write the script and it wasn't going anywhere. He's like, I'm just going to write about my family. And then it took yeah. off. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, he's done, uh, he came up with so much stuff. And like, I mean, that whole series, I mean, that show is... I always say that everybody loves Raymond. It's like, I know it's an amazing show. I was at an age when that show came out that it was, I was probably 20 or 19 or I was doing comedy. Like it was a lot. No, 2001, maybe when it came out. And then, uh, so it was like, I was like about to start comedy. I was just at an age where I like wasn't watching TV like mm-hmm. that. And I'll go back and watch it now. And I'm like, oh, this is unreal. Yeah. It's how great. good this show is. And uh, it's almost one I need to go back through all completely. Yeah. But it's like, I just kind of like, I remember my parents watching all the time. And he was like talking about a lot of his marriage and stuff. And you're like, I just, you know, you're at that point, you're not married. I'm starting yeah. comedy. Uh, but that, now when I go back and watch it, I'm like, oh, this is, I used to want to go pitch shows 
And I'd be like, let's just pitch them Everybody Loves Raymond yeah. and we'll change the names. Because I always thought if you pitch a show, let me just, I'll just say the exact pitch of Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> yeah. and I won't say his name because right. that's what they want. Of yeah. course. And you go like, you want to go like, I'll make that for you. You yeah. want that? There you go. You like that? I'll make that for you. Because that's essentially what you're making anyway. Yep. But it's going to be me in it. Yeah. And probably the last one of those, he did Letterman. Letterman liked him. Gave him a sitcom. Yeah. Killed it. Has that happened? I mean, it was like Seinfeld, yeah. Roseanne, Ellen had a sitcom, Ray Romano. Kevin James. Kevin James, Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. But that might have been the last big They're one. They're the ones that last. Those are all still on the air. Yeah. They're the most watched. It's true. And they don't go back to it. And they have, uh, yeah, so he did, well, I had it with Fallon. Fallon tried to do it. With, we tried mm-hmm. to do it with me. And uh, like that's when my two shows were found. Is like he wanted to be Letterman and Ray Romano, the way he looked at yeah. it. Yeah, and they just it didn't work out. But I the problem becomes like when you pitch stuff, they always want multicam. Mm. Multicam lasts the longest. I mean, we're still watching Seinfeld, just sold to Netflix. Yes, and so they just like that's how good that show is. Is that it's twenty five years later, and they and it's on, and now the most it's being probably the most watched show. So was Friends, yeah, all those shows. And then you go try to pitch that show now, and they're like, "No, nah, I don't think people are watching." You're like, "Well, they're still watching that one." <laughs> so I'd imagine if yeah. you hang on that they do it because I think they want the the networks like it's cheaper to shoot this type of show, yeah, a multicam show. Which if people are listening, I mean, most know, but. I don't know if I would have known before I got into it, but multicam is you're on a set. Mm. Everything's already built. It's in a studio. Like, you know, you have four cameras. It's, it's like a play. Yeah. And that's cheaper to do. So they, they tell you that's what we're looking for. And then when you do it and I know it from my pilot and then, you know, maybe ours wasn't good enough. I'm just, but like you go pitch it to the people and then you let them see it mm-hmm. and then they're like because ah, they don't watch this show I know so that person's still a regular person that goes ah, I just feels old and all yeah. this and they're not thinking about well who would watch it because the big big bang theory yeah I mean CBS is crushing it with uh the the ratings of them and yeah they they had it they still did it but yeah, it was. Uh, it's interesting. It's shocking too, because I mean, let's be honest. A lot of these network suits are kind of cowardly. Like they just keep making the Avengers over and over because yeah. they know it works. So you'd think they would go with the TV model that works, but they don't. And they that's don't. where Netflix is kind of mm. moving forward. Is like they had, you know, that Squid. I haven't watched Squid Games, but it's oh, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, someone said it's the most watched show ever in that on Netflix. Like already, that's what someone said. That's what wow. someone told me. That's going from. A buddy. That's not that's not answered from you know, my yeah. buddy Wyatt told me that. It's not like I don't know if that could be false completely. <laughs> I bet it was just number one this week. Yeah. <laughs> he clicked on it. And he clicked it. He goes, Maybe the biggest in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bigger than the Super Bowl. You're like, oh, is it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, what's another one? Well, anyway, they finally paid. Uh, they they thought Kramer was a funnier name than Kessler, so they paid Kenny Kramer a thousand dollars. Ah, yeah, classic that's Kramer. That's I mean, classic Kramer. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, George Costanza, of course, was modeled after Larry David. Mm-hmm. At first, he played him as Woody Allen type, but then he mm-hmm. changed Larry David. But there was a real uh, Jerry's former friend, Michael Costanza, sued Seinfeld and NBC for a hundred million, claiming the series violated his privacy. The court sided with the show's creators, but Michael Costanza said, George is bald, I am bald, George is stocky, I am stocky. George and I both went to Queens College with Jerry. George's high school teacher nicknamed him, can't stand you, so did mine. George George had a thing about bathrooms and parking spaces, so do I. Seems like he's got a pretty strong case. Like you said, you got to just go with people you know. You got to go with people you know, and that's tough. 
That's what always like you say, like you put people's real names in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's if it works out. Yeah. But and you didn't put his in his last name Stanza, that's probably the mistake. Yep. Is you just go just give him a different name mm-hmm. and then the guy could never know who it's based off of. He's in an episode. The ice cream truck. He's driving the car and he goes, Hey, I got ice cream uh melting back here. Oh, I gotta yeah. go. It's some of them fighting for the parking spot. Uh-huh. It's the parking spot one where they both one backed oh, in, one pulled right. in. And he goes, y'all got to move it. I got an ice cream truck. That's him. That's Costanza. Yeah. Whoa. And so he, and then they move the cars out and then they move them back exactly where they were. Was that the, hey, I'll give you a spot in the show if you leave me alone, maybe? I mean, they might've been still friends at that point. Uh, That's hard because I mean, he's just looking at like, well, Jerry's based. I mean, it's tough. I, you know, it's one of those that like, look, dude, you couldn't have created a show about you. And then <laughs> Jerry and Larry David came up with that show about you. He came up, he added Kramer, Stanza. It's people in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do you give them money? Like, there's sometimes you just think, like, do you just throw them some money and yeah. be like, yeah, I mean, I've made so much, like, Here you go. you're a big part of it. Uh, or do you not? You know, it's tough. Yeah, it's you tough. Shouldn't, you can't use the name. That's tough. No. But I mean, Kramer's such a good name. Costanza's such a good I name. I know, it's great. It's tough. Yeah, but it's it's uh, you know give them a job on the show like you know hire them. I read an article yesterday. I think I kind of remember this that Kathy Griffin's character first time she's on as Susan's college roommate. In between shoots, uh, she asked Jerry if she could get an autograph for her friend, and he yelled at her and said, "That's the last thing I need to be thinking about right now." Ooh. And then she went on her half hour HBO special and just kind of talked about that and ran it on it. Ah, oh, and come then on. he brought her back and did that whole episode about. Oh, that's right. How, oh, yeah. You know, and she does the one woman show and yeah. stuff like that. And trash. So he kind of made an episode about the trashing and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. And then the guy who played Ramon, the pool boy. There was another guy originally was supposed to play him, and they wanted him to do it in a Spanish uh, accent, and he said he refused to do it because he thought it was demeaning. Mm. Yeah. So they got rid of him. But also in that- There you go. That worked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it demeaning? Well, then no. Yeah. 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 Adios. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I thought he- I think he said a lot of mean stuff about Jerry, so they put Kathy Griffin's character calling him the devil and stuff like yeah. that. So everything that happened to him, he would just make an episode out of it. That's yeah. smart. It's truth. Is what like you're that's why everything feels real, mm-hmm. even though it's crazy, and you just add a little more jokes into it, add a story with it, but go like this is all based off something, yeah. And uh, Carol Leifer, is that her? Yeah, name? yeah. A lot of people think uh, Elaine. Elaine's kind of based off yeah. her. She said people hit her up all the time with stories because she was a writer on the show, mm. and most of the time they were terrible. But she had a friend that said, We had a dinner party the other night, and these people brought her bread to serve at dinner, and I forgot to put it out. And I noticed at the end of the night, they took the bread home. And she pitched that to Larry David. And he's like, we're putting that in episode. There you go. One of my right favorite now. episodes. I mean, yeah. that's such a good episode. The Marble Rye? The Marble, Marble Rye. Rye. Yeah, great app. Yeah. I've never uh, baited a hook with a rye before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great episode. Yeah. She also said that Jerry was such a nice guy. They I, dated at one they time. Dated, yeah. And they stayed friends. But her, her dad was sick. And he flew her home. Jerry flew her home on a private jet to see her dad, ah. who had dementia. And she visited him, and he was doing better. And then the next day, she went back, and they said, "She said, how's he doing?" They said, uh, "The dementia set back in. He's telling everyone that his daughter visited him yesterday with Jerry Seinfeld on his private jet. Yeah, like no one believed him. They yeah. thought he was going crazy yeah. again. So uh, yeah. it's a very funny story. But she's just talking about how Jerry was very generous, yeah, and nice to her. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, look, it's always a tough thing. You always get look when you hear a bad story about someone. 
you always got to think, well, where are they at that time? Like mm. he's he's probably the busiest he's ever been in his right. life, the most stress on him he's ever had in his life. All this stuff, he's got his best one of his best friends. You know, eventually sues him for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> like you get to where you're like, oh, I can't trust anybody. You yeah. know, so I'm sure it's it's you got to take all that. But then there's times where you're like, yeah, but you got to just be nice to people, dude. Like, it's kind of what comes with the territory, and you got to be like, just be polite, whether you want to do something or not, and something gets is inappropriate to ask. I I can't imagine it's that inappropriate for Kathy Griffin to ask that. Uh, but it's funny that he made an episode about it and brought her back. So it's like, you know, you make it kind of cool in that way where you're yeah. like, oh, you know what? Well, now you get a whole, yes, I think, few more episodes. And people know her from Seinfeld now. Oh, yeah. Because of that. I don't know if you would have known her the first time. And then the second time, that one, like, the storyline was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. You know. I got to be better at stuff. Because if she did that to me where she trashed me in a special, I'd be like, ah. Yeah. And then I would be like, we're enemies, yada, mm-hmm, yada. Yeah. But he had the, he was mature enough to bring her back and spin it. Well, he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. And that's what helps is like, you're not, you're not, uh, you don't take things personally. Mm-hmm. And so you're not getting offended by something. And right. you just go like, oh, that's hilarious. You know what? Let's have her back on. And then I mean, that's, that's better than anything you could give her. It really is. Is is that. And then you get to make fun of yourself. Yeah. And, you know, and be like, so he's like good in that way. Yeah. But I wonder if deep down she was on that next episode and he was like, I dare you to do it again. You know? Because <laughs> it still sticks with you. It's still, I bet he, if she did it again then, he wouldn't do it. Mm-mm. He would be like, I, all right, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. And then he'd probably just do something, you know. You could write some crazy stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. He has the show. She doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. The series finale, uh, same night, Frank Sinatra had a heart attack, rushed to the hospital where he later died. But some reports say that the streets were clear. It got to the hospital quicker because everyone was watching the finale. Of Ooh, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's wild. It's a better story if he'd have survived because yeah. of it. But. Still died. But they got him there faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. They learned he died quicker than they would have. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy to think. I was in a freshman in high school and Sinatra died. I still remember it. It's crazy to think he was producing this show. I was in high school in New Orleans. So yeah. different trajectories. And then now you know him. And now you know him. Now it's you, crazy. Seinfeld. Insane. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Like, how does it ever get to that? Life just is long. Don't. Life is long. <laughs> and then you get... uh yeah, it's it's. I mean, at that point, you're not even. It's not even a dream to meet him or become friends with him. Like, mm. there's no way, no way. And then you got to see. That's what I mean. We, we were talking a little bit before air. Like, you look at goals, and that's how people got to look at them. You got to like. You can't just have a goal that seems like you can't be in high school going, "I want to be friends with Seinfeld." No, like no. you, it's that's impossible. Yeah. And so you got to wait, and then you see when it opens up, you go, "Oh, I." can be friends with the sign and then then it happens yes but you got to wait till the door opens to be like mm-hmm. there it's happened you know yeah and then you kind of go from like you know and that's just an easier way to accomplish things i think yeah bit by bit like bit, don't go away. don't go too far ahead just be like all right if you can't go i mean i guess someone could think well i look at like how do i become friends with Seinfeld, and then i figure out a way to do it mm-hmm. 
that's you could do it that way, I guess, if you think like that. I don't. I think, like, just let me get to this. I don't even really – my goal is not even to – I mean, obviously, I want to meet Seinfeld, and I want to do whatever. I want to open for you. I'll host for you and Norman can <laughs> middle. I'll middle. Uh, and then <laughs> they uh, – but so I want to, like, do that. But it's like, I don't think I could ever – figure out like how to like i would just be like well i need to just do my own thing Mm -hmm. and then i will hopefully get to myself to a point that he will know who i am and then i will be able to somewhere i will be able to somewhat meet him yeah and so that would be i might be doing he might be doing the stand-up for heroes thing oh john stewart is he on that he is on that i think i don't think he's listed yeah burr is on no maybe he's not on it i thought gafkin is yeah it's whoever they posted oh man what's it called stand up for heroes I thought that already happened. No, no, twenty twenty one. You missed it. Oh man. Uh, yeah, Sue's on it. Is this it? Yeah. That's a heck of a lineup. Come on, how great will this be? Bruce Springsteen's on. I'm like, whatever. Uh, no, I'm I know, right? He's not on it. Oh, oh you're the Glazer. first name. Well, it's alphabetical order. Ah. So that works out, though. You don't, I mean, usually you're just not supposed to say that. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Springsteen and John Stewart look like the add ons. Like <laughs> yeah, right. Seinfeld's and more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hope Seinfeld's and more. He might as well pop in. I mean, might as well. Lives right there. Jerry. Come on. Just pop in. You're there. Say hello. Open mic it. Come on. What's the I'll leave your name on the guest list. Come on, there Jerry. You go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I got a plus one. I got a plus one that's gonna he's gonna hang in the back a lot, yeah. you know. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Laura. Yeah. So all right. Uh his first choice to play George was Jake Johansson. Whoa. Oh. Interesting. He's he's underrated, I Underrated like. too. Yeah. But he he's like they came up, I mean, him and Regan, they mm-hmm. like they came up in that Seinfeld like era. Yeah, that eighties clean blazer i mean seinfeld was older than them but it was yeah it was like that you know paul riser yeah was another one Paul Reiser had a big sitcom too another one. Oh, that's mad right. about you that's right great yeah. show great show mm-hmm. the guy who played elaine's dad was supposed to be more of a recurring character but he intimidated him so much in real life they're like we don't want him back and he supposedly stole a butcher knife from the set i heard there that. you go yeah we had a funny guy like you in korea yeah yeah which it makes which maybe the pilot up I mean not the pilot episode, but the one where they make the pilot where the guy steals the Kramer. Oh, the raisins. The, the raisin. Maybe that based it off of that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, maybe they did. They that's tough because it's like he was in one episode. Mm-hmm. And like so it's like then just to get canned. I know. And then you're like, and then they hire better. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it's like that's what show business is. Like you gotta sometimes be like, yeah, dude, sometimes you know, Ray Romano got fired from a show oh, or yeah? news radio. Is it? Oh, that's yeah. right. Joe that's Rogan right. took the spot. That's right. And then Ray Romano became what he did. So I mean, there's a moment he's there. That's too when you're when you're an actor. I think the hardest part of being an actor is you're like, yeah, I could be sitting there, and they're gonna be like, nah, this doesn't work, and then mm-hmm. they get rid of you. And that's tough. Like when we did ours. I mean, they might get get rid of the kids, and then like mm-hmm. so we had a the the girl that played my daughter. Uh, you know, it's like they sit there and you're like, what if they tell her no? Like, that's where you're like, if I was like, hey, what if I just had my daughter play my daughter? And they're like, you don't want that. <laughs> because then they might be like, hey, this ain't working. And then you got to go get rid of your, you got to fire <laughs> your daughter. Uh, yeah. And so you're, you're like, you just can't put that pressure, which are, the girl that did ours was great. And so it, that wasn't going to come to it. Mm-hmm. But it's just even the idea of thinking that, I'd be like, I'd almost quit the show. Yeah. I'd want to, like, I, adults you get, but like a kid, you're like, I ain't, I can't do that. That's like, tough. I was playing his son. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back wow. to son. Um, I remarried an older woman, and she goes, I have one son. Oh, really? And I go, yeah. And I go, he's older than you. <laughs> and it was Brian. <laughs> and he walks in. I go, that's my boy. I try to play catch with him and just hits him in the ball, hits him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Slow reflexes. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Jerry's dad got replaced. He was in one episode. That's right. And then George's dad was an episode. And then that got redone for syndication. It was different than Jerry Stiller. Yeah, but I mean, come on, you got to go Stiller. Yeah, he's so good. So you can. What episodes would you see George's? It was the very first one Frank Costanza was in, which is not till like season four or five or something. Mm-hmm. And the ep- and there's one episode of and that George's parents are not that. Yeah, it's a different guy. It's, different I think it's dad. the guy who played Clark Griswold's dad in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, and they just didn't like the feel of it, so they reshot it in syndication. Wow. On the on the DVD, you can watch both episodes. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Now and then, going back, you're like, it's got to be Stiller because he's all tall guy, bald, uh, and yeah, it's the handicap spot episode yeah. where they trash his car. Yep. Yeah. Does the oh yeah? That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's the episode that they did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the. Uh, I mean, that's unbelievable. He goes. Yeah. <laughs> go, will you go? Get, oh. Like he says, like I think that rhythm, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they said he had that rhythm because he couldn't remember his lines. So they yeah. were coming to him slowly. Yeah. And it just worked out. Yeah. And he said Larry David wanted him to be a low-key guy because Estelle was so high strung uh, and it just wasn't working for him. So he's like, I'm gonna go the opposite and just be as crazy as she is. And then Larry David's like, You gotta keep doing that. Yeah. I would tell you I had a silver dollar collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah true. <laughs> Boca. You know, they don't have anything in Boca. Like just, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was gold. I mean, he was unreal, dude. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was one episode that they never finished. It was called The Bet, and it was about how quickly one, somebody could buy a handgun. <laughs> huh. And it was for the show's second season, and he, Seinfeld said, we started making it and stopped in the middle and said, this just doesn't work. It's just tr- too hard to try to make it yeah. funny. So. Oh, weird because it was about guns, I guess. I guess mm. it's just a weird thing for them. I mean, it, that's that's like one of those things that's like that's a funny line. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can make an episode about it. Yeah, but it's a very funny thing to maybe that's one storyline mm. or something. But yeah, you know, it's you look at it and you're like, it's a very funny thing to be like, hey, who can how quick can somebody? It's funny to watch people try, try to go buy a gun. Yeah, but then you like you're basically watching everybody do the exact same thing. True, Kramer could have a side thing where yeah. he's going to the, the shooting range and getting addicted, yeah. but yeah, you can't do it all. <laughs> Elaine with a gun, come on. It would almost be like it'd be a line that you're like, how quick do you think you can buy a gun? And everybody's like, I think it'd take me five hours, two hours, mm-hmm. one hour, and then Kramer just walks in with yeah. a gun, and <laughs> yes. then you're like, all right, well, all right, so he wins, and you go, yeah, yeah. And like and then that's kind of it. It's like the contest kind of the yeah, same exactly. format. Yeah, yeah. But it does change. Someone has a gun. It's like that changes the feel. That's true. Of what the show is. Yeah, and it's also such a city show. They're yeah. New York City Jewish guys, and they're kind of mean too. Like, right. So it's like you'd be like, oh, now they have a gun. Yeah. Like it just, yeah, it's too much. That's like I didn't like the one with uh, Crazy Joe Davola where Elaine goes to his apartment. Mm-hmm. It's like the only one where it's kind of scary. Right, yeah. that's true. It's just a weird f- feel for the show. Yeah, Death to Tyrants. Yeah, that is a weird but one. But he came back in a lot of episodes. Mm. And it kind of, it's almost like that was a setup for the rest of the show. Like he came out, he yelled out on mm-hmm. the thing. and yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he yeah. hits Kramer in the head, he dents the yeah. helmet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Susan, well, they didn't like her, the woman who played Susan. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, George said the timing was just not George. Larry, uh, 
Jason Alexander said the timing was just never right. He's like, okay, she's going this way. And then he would try it and then she would change. So they couldn't play off each other well. And then Julia Louis-Dreyfus said, it's impossible. It's impossible to work with her. Wow. And Jason Alexander said, uh, or uh, Julia Dreyfus said, don't you want to just kill her? And Larry said, that's it. And Whoa. That's how we came up with killing her off. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> she did do good. Yeah, she was fun. Like yeah. it was, she was fun. It was kind of great. Like mm-hmm. it was, she was a different feel. Yeah, good straight Which almost man. was, a, yeah, it was almost like a good. It was just perfect in that scenario to be like, it. You don't want another Elaine. No, no. no. You liked her being like kind of a girl out girl. of it, a girl, mm-hmm. girl, yeah. like, and then just being this kind of story. Yeah, but then yeah, her dying is oh, the <laughs> invitations. I mean, unbelievable. So good. That's a great later up because when I was watching that, I was going through a, a kind of a breakup with a girl, and I was trying to get out of the relationship. She wouldn't <laughs> let me. So when seeing George start smoking, like they got a hold yeah. of me. Yeah, they got <laughs> you know, all that was amazing to me. Yeah. You never saw that on a sitcom. A guy trying to get out of a relationship. Yeah. yeah, it was all just trying to get in him. Yeah, yeah. Prenup. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. Well, that's the which we were talking about. My favorite episode, Andrea Doria. Oh, when he says, yeah. uh, you know, you got to uh, look at breaking up. It's the most important part of a relationship. <laughs> so they're, I mean, they're only focused on breaking up. Yeah, like if you don't break up, nice. What's the what? Uh, you know, that's the most important part of the relationship. Yeah, and remember that he's watching Mad About You with yeah. her, and he's miserable. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they cut to Jerry's on the couch watching a baseball game and going. He goes, you got to, then the guy on there goes, you got to love sports. <laughs> he's eating popcorn. Not even baseball, yeah. just in general. You got to love sports. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and he just, it's so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's perfect, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A uh, guy lost his job as executive with Miller Brewing because he was fired for sexual harassment because he was telling a coworker, a female coworker, about the uh, Junior Men episode where Jerry can't remember his girlfriend's oh. name. Yeah. And uh, she accused him of sexual harassment because he kept telling her the story. He sued her back. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was happening back then. Yeah. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Man. Everybody wants a Just buck. telling her about the episode? I mean, who knows what he was saying? He was I know. Probably, yeah. You got to go. They, they, they go. You like dive on. into it. You're yeah. like, what was happening? You're like, uh, he didn't have clothes on. You're like, oh, <laughs> they should put that in there. Yeah. Like, they should really say that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, betrayal episode, the backwards episode, that was based off a play where they did something very similar. Mm. The guy who wrote it was Harold Pinter, mm-hmm. and Sue Ellen Mishke's fiance was named Pinter. There you go. Oh yeah, look at that. That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. He's the lollipops getting bigger. With yeah, Kramer. yeah. Yeah. Kramer's all of it's good. Kramer's story is really great in that. Yeah, definitely. The uh, the what was it the. Double Dog Daria or Make a Wish. Uh, or, yeah, I didn't love that episode. Oh, shooting uh, a Star, I Shooting think. a Star. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pulling eyelashes. I like yeah. it because it always fit. It just, like, when you go back to rewatch it, it feels different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see it being like, you couldn't watch it a ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, feels nice to go back and like, oh, yeah, this one is different. Uh, yeah, it breaks it up a little. Kramer's is great. The snowball gets bigger. Yes. And like, uh, his old thing is, you know, and they're like, he's just doing that. <laughs> and they get there and he pulls out an eyelash. Yeah. And that guy does it. <laughs> And then he throws change in, and he's yes, got that little chain yes, thing on. And he's like yeah. just taking it out and goes, I can do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> he's got one of my favorite lines. He goes, he gave me the eye. Stink eye, evil eye, crooked eye, or whatever Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Uh, Jerry said his least favorite episode was the alternate side. When Jerry's car stolen, George blocks traffic during a Woody Allen film, and Kramer says these pretzels are making me thirsty. Oh, I see. I didn't love that one. That's, that's his least favorite. Oh, yeah. his least favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the the pretzels making me thirsty though. That's what's crazy. Even in his least favorite, 
It's one of the better lines. Yeah, that one stuck. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah. Like them young, like that sticks with you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Some it, of them is like, yeah, it's a funny idea. And it's mm. like, maybe it doesn't play out as much, but it's a funny, the whole idea is great. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, what, do you have, you said your favorite, Andrea Doria? Yeah. Do we, you have episode, or like, I we, thought we, we talked talk maybe favorites? at the end our favorites. Yeah. Oh, okay. All okay. Right. I'll save right. it. Uh, but Jerry's favorite show moment, not episode, but moment was when George pulled the golf ball out. The oh, yeah. So the, I want to talk about that episode later, but that's, yeah, that, that whole speech. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. They said they wrote that, you know, at two in the morning, just him and Larry. Yeah. One take. One take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Festivus. That was a real thing. One of Love, the, yeah. one of the writer's dads celebrated that. Um, he'd have a clock in a bag, <laughs> just weird stuff like that. Whoa. They didn't know why, but. That was a real thing. That's where, like, I know Raymond had a lot of stuff like that where you're like, that really happened. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's why this stuff works. Is like, when you write a show, and I think that's what hurts shows, is they write these shows and they don't take anything from the writer's lives. Mm-hmm. So, all like, if you're a writer on that show and you're like, I like this episode, you're like, yeah, that's my life. Yeah. Like, uh, Office, when he walks into the water pond mm-hmm. on on video, mm-hmm. like, you remember the one where they show it on the mall? The pond? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Not the, not the one At where the Jim mall. falls, but the, like, because he, he falls into another one. But the one in the office where Michael Scott walks, uh, he's in the mall and he's not mm. paying attention. He walks right into the- The fountain? The fountain. Yeah. Mm. And I believe so. Okay. And then uh, there's a video of that. And uh, Halstead Sullivan, who I know, was he wrote that episode. Uh-huh. And then he, he that happened to one of his friends. Oh, there you go. And so they put it in that. And it's like, so it's like everything's kind of got that mm-hmm. kind of real feel to it. Yeah. Got to have it. About a year after the show ended, there was- Work on a spinoff called the Jackie Child Show. Wow! Yep, he was hilarious. Yep, he was hilarious. But that's funny that like it's like they go no Kramer spinoff. No, you think let's do Jackie Child? I mean, maybe yeah. they're thinking like, well, there's the least about him. Mm-hmm. That's a big, big problem, man. Spinoffs. Yeah. I mean, how many have worked? Frazier. Frazier. That's yeah. it. That's maybe Not it. Many. I mean, Norn Lear had a bunch of spinoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, there was five. Sh- channels on television yeah. <laughs> like that's true well i mean i remember not long after it ended michael richards had a show yeah oh, played right. or something i think it was a in a court or something i think it was like an undercover detective or something yeah something like that and it just went nowhere yeah, they but, all did yeah I mean, they all got shit you know what julius drive said she had amazing christine that show was good lasted that, a long time was like six years or and so. then she's on veep i mean she's Kills clearly it. the Best, yeah, yeah, stand out. Like it's not even, yeah, it's not even close. Like she's, she's a beast. She kills it on. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, Yeah. kills it on curb. V. Like she can do. She's unreal. Oh yeah, I think she came from a wealthy family too. I always heard that, like a billionaire. Billionaire, yeah, oil tycoon. Mary Brad Hall at like age twenty, and they're still together. But she's like someone that you're like. So if she even she came from that. You're like she's got all this on her own. Like it's yeah. You know, sometimes you always think that, and you're like, oh, they got that because they're blah blah blah, whatever. And you're like, no, 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 she's on. I mean, we're one of the better actors, right? Definitely comedic uh, actors. Yeah, I mean, not even close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned the bisque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Newman does not have a first name. Mm. It's common speculation that his first name was Norman because of the bottle deposit episode where the farmer's daughter shouts goodbye, Norman. Yeah. But that was an actress mistake. She mistook. Newman for Norman, and they liked it so much that they kept it in. Yeah, oh, interesting. Interesting. She wouldn't know 
Newman's name yeah. as actress on the show. We got to think in that time, think about like, I mean, that show's so big. Say you're an actress, right? And that's towards the end. So you got to know this show's the hottest show on television. Yeah. But if you're that actress and you're playing, the, like, you're just not watching TV. Yeah. And you're, you know, like, I'm trying to think what's the biggest show now? Like, uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. <laughs> I know, Squid Game. But like, what's like a, yeah, I don't even know. What is a big show? I don't now. even know. Oh, Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Ted Lasso, right? It's a big show. Or Modern Family, like mm. uh, when that was on, and someone like you got on, you're like, you don't know these characters, and you're like, no, I don't. I just have never watched this show. Mm. And so, like for that moment, I mean, I would think. I'm surprised though, you think that because I would thought I'd think the opposite. You're on the biggest show in the world. You're playing his opposite him. You would know his name. But, I mean, that's an actress that like her world is like. I don't know if she has time to. I guess I just think of her TV. as a. This is the biggest role of her life. Yeah. But she could have messed up just like why when she said it, she's like, I'm so sorry. Right. I know what's yeah. <laughs> And then they're like, no, no, you know what? We like Norman. I think that is probably more of what happened. But I mean, you're going to get how many people that are on that show, you're going to get the people that are like, yeah, I don't know what this show is. There's, I mean, <laughs> think, I think about with musicians, there's musicians uh, that you see out now. I'll see them on like Fallon and then I'll like look at who they are. They have 60 million followers. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know this person was born. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. And they're selling out of re- Like, so. It's kind of you go back, you're like, you didn't know mm. they were the biggest band touring. And you're like, I just wasn't paying attention. I yeah. didn't know. That's what I think. I uh, have that all the time. With You walk by these theaters in New York, it seats 5,000 people in some K-pop. <laughs> and they're like, biggest thing on the planet. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah Silverman said in her episode with Michael Richards, what is it she says? It was probably just the wind. Yeah. And she said it was probably just the rain. And he jumped all over her about it. And said, Do you see rain out there? Is there rain? Yeah. You know, got all over about her. And and then the next day they were going over their lines and she said she confronted him about it and like, don't act like nothing happened. You know, yell. and then she said they became good friends after that. Oh, Who? Her and-, and Michael Richards. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know if good friends, but yeah, that kind of broke the ice. Well, you know, talking about Elaine too, he is another one that's like a comedic actor that's he's so amazing. Yeah. And so, I mean they're all actually great actors. I'm not trying to say like Julia Louis Dreyfus was able. Jason Alexander's done some other stuff. Mm. Uh, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. And so he's been able to do. Yeah, he is a great actor. Uh, so not the same. They're not all. They're obviously all amazing actors. But Julia Louis Dreyfus just seemed like she's oh, yeah. spread out and uh, mm-hmm. like really shed her character. Yeah. Every time you see Jason Alexander, you're still just thinking yeah. that. But he was great in that one. Uh, he had a tail. Oh, Shallow Hal. Shallow yeah. Hal. He was great in that. That's a yeah. pretty fun movie. And like, uh, he was great in that. And I, I didn't really think of him being no. George there. Uh, and then Michael Richards, I don't. But I mean, his early stuff being a, he was just. His he was early on stuff, Fridays? Yeah, fr- Fridays. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so he was unreal in that. You ever watch some old clips of that? Oh, he's yeah. He's playing like a weight lifter yes. and stuff. On Leno. It's, I mean, it's unreal. Like mm-hmm. he's, so he's. Uh, was he smoking or something? Yes. Yeah. Smoke, yeah. He's like a. A workout instructor. Yeah, 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 He's someone that would be great now, and he should do videos on Instagram like he that should. are that are kind of fake health videos. Yeah, or something. like he would be, he would crush it on yeah. that because he's so. That's what he's so good at. Mm-hmm. And so now he could just sit in a studio and be like, "That's true." Let's just shoot a hundred of these, and you just be funny, and yeah. he would be better than everybody. Right? Yeah, he's a physical acting phenom. Yeah, the comedic acting uh, physically is incredible. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's address was 129 West 81st Street. That's not a real address, but it would be uh, 
across from, uh, it's on near Central Park across from the Museum of Natural History. Mm. And do you guys see it was buzzing a few months ago about how his apartment layout could not really be uh, like that? Did you see that? I did see that, yeah. The way his kitchen goes, it would be like in out hallway. in the hallway if yeah. if it was real. Yeah. That was like a meme or something that was That's when people get too was, involved. You're like, "All right, it's a comedy show. You're you're working on the the yeah. diet, you know." I never thought about that. That's a real New York thing to think about. Yeah. No one why why cuz they don't think it could be big enough. I think the layout, the architectural layout, it would be like the it way his kitchen sense. is, it would it would be way out in the hall like yeah. it wouldn't make sense that the hall would be straight like that. I mean, I can pull it up. Yeah. Um, but I don't even know. I mean, you look at Kramer's, and he opens the door, and he's, like, up against a wall. Yeah, that's right. And so you're like, that one, you're like, well, that's not, no one's house does that, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I never, like, really cared. No, no. It's about the uh, jokes. Yeah. It's, uh, just click one of those links. So if, like, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it would be, uh that's true it would be in the hallway if the door is right there yeah but why couldn't they have it built out like somewhere that? i thought there was an image that showed like uh, what it really was yeah. this is when a show is popular yeah. when you're doing a that's, diorama yeah you're trying to find something oh. wrong with the show yeah. oh, right jerry's there. hallway there can't exist oh because the oh okay those green lines would be the kitchen i guess yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so i see that like uh because otherwise the hall wouldn't be straight yeah, but this is like right, those okay. psychos who go, they got the origin story wrong for Hawkeye. You're yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. It's all made up. I mean, so his kitchen could exist. There's a little, there's a quarter of it that couldn't exist. Yeah. But it's a television show and we got to <laughs> make a show. There you go. Uh, and did, so you got to have some exaggeration. Did you see where on Netflix now it's shot in 16 by 9? So I did. Stuff that's cut off. Stuff's yeah. cut out. Are they going to get that fixed? I don't think so. Really? <laughs> I think it was like that on Hulu. That's crazy. Really? That's what I read, and they just—I mean, I watched some last night, and yeah, like the pothole episode. I think it yeah. shows it cut out. I didn't really notice it just watching some episodes. I don't know if I would have noticed it either, but you just think like this has got to be the last big. Pro I would imagine last hoorah of selling the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know where what you're going to do next. Uh, I mean, they're just older. I mean, maybe it gets sold again. You never know. But it's like. To me, it feels very much like Netflix is the home. Yep. He has a great relationship with Netflix. It's like, I'm done. He gets one last big payment, and mm -hmm. he gets to be like, I'm not, I don't want to talk about this show ever again. Is there more of a genius guy in comedy to sell? He sold so much old stuff again. Yeah. And just re-upped it and made a new paycheck. Yeah. Right. Hulu, the first was syndication, then Hulu, then whatever, now Netflix. Paycheck, yeah. paycheck, paycheck. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, I don't think there is. I mean, he's his 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 career is what you wanted. Yeah, we wanted his career to be like a show about him. And I always looked at you want know, a tour. I'll do a show about him and about myself and play myself. And then you know, and then after that, just to like he played did B movie. Mm. I thought B movie was great. Yeah, like he did comedian. The that documentary that, that changed my life. Like yeah. that's why I moved to New York. Uh, I moved to New York, I mean, months after really? I saw that. Yeah, I watched wow. it in Chicago at a movie theater alone. Whoa. Uh, and I, I mean, I went like during the day. Yeah. And, you know, and it obviously it wasn't, uh, it's not like a, a big crazy movie. Most people didn't even know 
probably what it was. And I remember I went maybe with a couple of people from my restaurant and I watched it. I have it on DVD. I watched it so much I could recite Same. lines from it. And then uh, it was a big, big reason. I mean, it was, I knew then I got to go to New York. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like starting to figure out, all right, I got to go to New York. That's where I got to be. And it's because of that. I don't know if I would have known to go to New York. I don't remember exactly what I was thinking, but I don't like watching that. You're like, yeah, that's what I got to go do. Yeah. And so like that, that DVD affected my life and career. Like you, I mean, I'm Same. where I'm at because I watched that Same. and had to go to New York. And then that's how you, be, I think, become a great comic is, is being around New York comics. I agree. And first of all, Orny Adams in that movie, I was like, I'd kill to be there. Yeah. He was complaining the whole time. Yeah. I was like, you're passing every club. Yeah. That's the best. That's all I wanted in this yeah. business. And then two, oh, sorry, two, uh, Seeing Seinfeld bomb yeah. was insane because mm-hmm. he was such a you know yeah. legend already. It it yeah it it was that was I, I don't know if he's had a mistake in his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people say the marriage ref. Yeah, yeah, the time, but I almost think the marriage ref could have worked and it just didn't work at the time. Yeah, Tom Pop is great. Yeah, Tom. They had Madonna, Larry David, like on. I think it could have. I, I think it was almost maybe a little ahead of its time. Mm. As far as like an idea for a show, yeah, uh, Trump did one. Oh, he did. Uh, oh, yeah. really? He oh, was well, on that show. Yeah. <laughs> Is so, that wild? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I saw something. I was watching Die Hard two, and someone. Uh, this woman's on the phone. I'm going through Die Hards now. <laughs> I don't think I've watched any of them. Yeah. I'm like Lance Arm. I'm the Lance Armstrong. Of, uh, <laughs> but I was just. I was not allowed to watch any of these movies. Oh, I didn't. So know I'm that. catching back up. I mean, he just grew up. I mean, we were, you know, Baptist, mm-hmm. Christian parents. Like, it was, uh, my parents became Christian when I was born. Like, so I was like, they, I just wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff, uh, which is fine. I don't have no, I don't have a bad upbringing because I had a great upbringing, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't. So I missed, so everybody's I was like, how do you not see that movie? I was like, I, this is right in the prime of me not allowed to watch anything. Sure. So I would have never seen it. And then I just got out of, whenever I could, I just kind of started there and moved forward. Mm-hmm. I also don't remember movies, so this part of that. But uh, in Die Art, she goes, one part she goes, he goes, you got to do this. Move something. Like, you go, we got to take all the calls in the, because they can't use their phones in Die Hard 3, I think. Mm. And they can't, the police can't use their radars. So like every cop has to now call to the, boards oh, yeah. like the 911 boards and then she's like well how am I going to handle all these calls and uh, he goes we got to do all these calls or something and she goes oh yeah and I'm going to marry Donald Trump ah. so how like it was just that was the line to be like oh yeah you know what That's this is as easy as me marrying Donald Trump wow it's funny to see that now and yeah. then like but at that time it was like yeah I mean he was he was Donald a famous yeah. millionaire yeah. yeah yeah so uh, yeah that's crazy uh, Steinbrenner played himself on an episode oh but he was so bad that they cut it out. Well, and it became it was Larry David, right? Which was so funny. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't going to be the first episode, but long after that character was already going, they yeah. said it'd be funny to have Steinbrenner play himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was I think it was when George was about to get married and Elaine was going alone to the yeah. wedding yeah. and he he wants to go with Elaine. He's like only losers sit at the losers table. I'm <laughs> yeah. a winner. Yeah. But it was so you can see it in the DVD extra, I think. But it was so bad that they cut it out, and Larry David had to tell George Steinbrenner, "Cut you out of it." That's yeah. wild. He said he was cool about it. Yeah. All right. I uh, mean, I guess Steinbrenner loved that they did that. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, the Jay Buner stuff. He thought that was very funny yeah. and all that. I mean, that's <laughs> one of the best. Yeah. 
Jane Buhner, y'all, y'all trade. Is that the one he traded for? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how good of an episode is that where yeah. George is dead? Right. And the first thing he says, <laughs> how could you trade Jay Buhner? He had an amazing arm. <laughs> he goes, I know, but people like Kent. Uh, what's his name? I already forgot. Kent's already off George. Yeah. 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 George great. is gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's his father. His, his father. His son is dead. <laughs> and the yeah. first thing he goes, how could you trade Jay Buhner? <laughs> he had like a rocket like of an rocket. arm. He had a rocket of an arm. <laughs> y'all don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs> yeah, he goes, He goes. I know. I know. Jay Buhner was great. Yeah. <laughs> then he started talking. I mean, it's, that's a it's, great F. That's in, uh, one of my favorite lines is, uh, he leaves a message. He goes, Jerry, this is Frank. George is dead. Call me back. Call me back. Yeah. <laughs> George is dead. Steinbrenner's here. Call me back. Yeah. And then uh, Jerry goes, this is a great Kramer line. He goes, uh, you want to come to Yankee Stadium and help me pull these uh, flyers <laughs> off George? Oh, yeah. I yeah. could have said just about anything there. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've done that. He'll ask me to go do something just ridiculous, and I'm all up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll see. I could have said pretty much yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lane wasn't in the pilot, of course. The oh, wait- the right. waitress was going to be the female kind of, yeah. not lead, but, and then after the pilot, they're like, yeah, we need more of a female character. Yeah. Than just the waitress. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah. They did. George wasn't in the, uh, the pen episode. That's right. And he thought he was being written out and told Larry David, if you're going to do it, just do it all together. Oh, wow. That's bold. And they were like, no. Yeah. They're like, just chill out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was a Broadway actor and he felt like that time Seinfeld wasn't huge and he's yeah. like, it could be canceled any day now anyway. Yeah. Man. Yeah. At the beginning, it just, I mean, it's, it's, it never would have lasted now. No, God. And that's their, that's why TV doesn't work. Yes. Because they don't let something get an audience. Yeah. It had to find its footing. Yeah. And it did. And it did. And it's the greatest show. And that's all the old shows did that. Yep. Let people figure it out and then everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. But you, you, I mean, you got to hire the right people. There's a lot of stuff that has to, is kind of luck. You got to, you know, this, everybody's got to work out. Mm-hmm. You got to let these shows try. Yeah. And yeah. they don't. They go, that's not working. They would do three episodes and we're done. And you're like, nothing can be. Modern Family was probably pretty quick. Yeah. It was out the gate. It was Ooh, like, this true. one's a, a monster. Killer show. But yeah, now. They don't give them a chance. It's like a stand-up set. You got to mm-hmm. work it out. You got to yeah. give it a few years. Yeah, but not anymore. The uh, the theme music for Seinfeld was different every time. Like mm-hmm. in the opening, when he's telling the jokes on stage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I never knew that till recently. But the guy said he would listen to the monologue and put put that in, mm. kind of with the beats of the joke. Yeah, interesting. It's great music because there's no mu- it's not words. Yeah, it's just you know. Mm-hmm. It's just the sounds, which is perfect. Perfect. And you know it a mile away. You're like, oh, yeah. Seinfeld's coming out here yeah. in the other room. Yeah. 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 Do you want to get into our favorites? Yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Uh, now, I watched the uh, – I was – Vulture just put out because it's on Netflix. They're, they ranked every episode. Yeah. Their least favorites, the Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican Day Parade. I rewatched it last night. You like it, right? There's something in I'm it that I don't mind. It. It's one that, like – the Puerto Rican Day Parade one was one that uh, – I think I watched where you're like, did I ever see this one? Yeah, that was banned. It was, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and so then I watched it. I don't mind. What was in it that was, I know it's the green sob, right? Penny Packer. Penny Packer. Mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Penny Packer trying to use the bathroom. That's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Right. Uh, George has got the Maroon, light. Yeah. He's, he's got the, the uh, laser Maroon, pointer, Maroon sob. Yeah. And then, uh, no, it's the Maroon something. And I think Jerry's got the. Oh, yeah. Jerry's green, got the black sob and yeah. Maroon, I forgot. Yeah. Huh? Golf. Maroon Golf. Maroon Golf. Yeah. And then, so, but the laser thing's very funny. Mm-hmm. Like, he does, 
Isn't that where he gets the? Is that? It's not where he has the line of like to walk out. Yes. Yeah. That's gotta hurt. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 And it. And then he goes back and does it again. Right. About the Hindenburg. Yeah. Yes. The blimp. Yeah. Very yeah. funny. Very. That's funny. a very funny story. George Costanza was, you know, characters. I think he's my favorite. Oh, me too. Me too. Sure. Yeah. It's it's and he wasn't at the beginning. I was no. a big Kramer guy. Yeah, everybody was. You know, but I it makes me which you you want to talk about. Well, uh well, I just the thing they talk about is like, you know, people like don't like when the show when Larry David left. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people just trash Seinfeld. Like he's didn't create it with Larry David. I get Larry right. David created the show, but if Larry David does not have Jerry, I don't think that show makes mm. it. Jerry's I mean Jerry did the right thing. He got all these great actors around him. He never tried to do too much. Yeah. He just said, I was kind of here just to kind of move y'all. That's what made the show. That's a hard thing to do. Oh, yeah. Jerry's ego could have came in and said, no, I want to be the star, even though his name's on it. But he could be like, people like y'all more than they do me, and I want the other way, and the show would have went down. Yes. And he kept his ego out of it. That's that you know how hard that is. I mean, George has an ego. Jason Alexander, in fact, that he goes, Am I gonna be written out? Yeah. These people are always super worried. And Jerry and Jerry just knew like it ain't about who's who. It's a great point. It's like it's me. So they, people just act like, well, once Larry David left, it's not Larry David's the only reason Jerry Seinfeld's good. And you're like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> they couldn't have done this. I mean, look at Curb. Yeah. Curb's unreal. But what makes Seinfeld special is he made him do it clean. Yeah. So then they had to do it where they chose all this other stuff and choose all these, the contest and all these kind of other things where they talked about all this kind of crazy stuff, but did it in a different way. And that was the appeal of the show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like it's almost like Larry's edginess needed, yes. needed Seinfeld's kind of cleanness. Yeah. And be like, we can create something amazing if we, can meet in the middle. Yes. And that's what they did. And something was amazing. And Curb Your Enthusiasm, so Seinfeld's the greatest show ever. Everybody watches it. Mm. And he does Curb. Everybody loves it, but a lot of a lot of people don't watch yeah. it like they did Seinfeld because they're like, ah, I don't like that kind of stuff. Well, you got to have both. got to have both. Curb is an amazing show. Curb will never be what Seinfeld is. No, no. Never. In a million years. So they both created that. Mm-hmm. How, I don't understand how you're like, I get like the importance. I'm not trying to play, downplay the importance of uh Larry David, I think Larry David's unreal. And I mean, a guy that I would love to meet, I want yeah. to golf with, Larry oh, David, yeah. if you some reason ever watched this. Right. Big golfer, love to, I mean, I would just love to talk comedy. Yeah. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh, <laughs> but you can, like with Jerry, it's like, they just dismiss like he's just nothing. It's true. And people want to, and you're like, are you crazy, dude? And so getting into once Larry leaves and then it's eight, nine, go through eight, nine, dude. It's Pretty great. There's a lot of gold. There's in there. a lot of crazy episodes. Uh, season eight is Andrea Doria. Yeah, I believe my favorite episode. That's season eight. Yeah, Larry's gone. True. Look at nine. Didn't Larry come back for some of nine? A little bit of nine. But yeah. towards the end, of nine, I didn't mind the the last episode. I thought no, I didn't mind it either. Yeah, I think it was a great idea to get everybody back in. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Well, everybody didn't kind of like it." And you go back to watch it, you're like, "It's actually a pretty great episode." And they're so brilliant. And this is back kind of where Larry comes in, but I'm sure he comes in with Jerry on this. Mm-hmm. They did a reunion show on Kirby oh, Enthusiasm. That's killer. The mm-hmm. brilliance of that to not be, to not, to do a reunion show that's not a reunion show. You do that Friends reunion show. I didn't watch it, but that's like an interview and them talking. I don't, I don't care. My no. wife watched it. Uh, but 
that curb where they bring Seinfeld back, they they just do the show again. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. Brilliant. That's like Bob Newhart's, like when he wakes up oh, that yeah. second and he goes, Oh, it's all a dream. Like, and he's back to the old first one. Uh-huh. That's that's how good of an idea that is. Yeah. To do that. And that's look, it might be Larry. I don't know. It, it, it's gotta be both. Probably kind of came up with, you know, talked about that. Uh so them together is the best option you can yeah, have. Yeah, of course. And them separate. You know, and Larry was like someone that wanted to quit all the time. Mm. And like, you know, the headache of dealing with that, where like Jerry's <laughs> got a star in the show, they got to write this show, and then the main guy he's created with is just always threatening to quit. Yeah. Which you need that guy that has that because they got a lot of stuff through because of that. But that's a lot of stuff you throw on Jerry. Yeah. And then the show's the biggest show on earth and you quit. You, you do two more seasons and the main guy and the other creator quits. It's a great point. I mean, and that, and that show just kept just every most watched episode, the final episode. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't dip. No. Look at The Office. The Office Ooh. crashes. Ooh, yeah. Crashes. Drops off a cliff. I oh, mean, yeah. like, because uh, Michael Scott leaves. But Seinfeld, they didn't crash. Yeah. They just kept going. Episode eight is. Season uh, eight? Yeah, season eight. Season eight was uh, Seinfeld's gone, but I mean, you look at it like Larry the David's foundation. Gone. How good is that? I mean, that's where she dies oh, on yeah. seven, and they come back out with the foundation, the soulmate, Bizarro Jerry, the Little Kicks episodes, an amazing oh, episode. Oh, that was a hit. The package, the fatigues was where oh, yeah, they were trying yeah, to get yeah. him to cook. Yeah, the chicks. Oh, the, the chicken, chicken roaster. The chicken roaster is season eight. Uh, Andrea Doria, my favorite episode. Yeah. Because it's the one where I feel like it's the most flawless of everybody's stories. Mm-hmm. I need to probably go back through and maybe rethink that. But that's the one, the Van Buren boys. Oh, yeah. The comeback where he goes, that's what I should have said. He right. goes, hey, the store. jerk store called. Yes. And like, uh, the Susie, the pothole. The English patient was like, I didn't care about mm-hmm. uh, yada, yada, yada. Wow. I mean, These the Millennium, all... the Muffin Tops, the Summer of George. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unreal, it's, dude. Yeah, it's still they're, great. You don't realize how great it, people kind of just go, nah, they're not good. You're like, they're unreal. They're great. Look at the bottom of nine, like the start of nine, because he didn't start at the beginning. Then you got the butter shave. Oh, yeah. The voice. A lot of people love the voice. Hello. Hello. Lola. I was never a big fan of that voice, but it's like the idea of that show. I like that whole show. Yeah. Uh, the Blood. The Blood's a great show. Like he puts blood in his car. Oh, yeah. And he goes, <laughs> and they're hiding blood. And Jerry's like, is it in here? Is yeah, it in? Like, yeah. Uh, the junk mail. Uh, the Murph, Murph Griffin, Griffin show. That's a camera. Come on. That's yeah. one of my favorites of all time. Where are the cameras? This, where are the cameras? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, you say that all. Yeah. Murph Griffin episode is unbelievable. Amazing. Uh, they have uh, the slicer. Oh, yeah. Uh, a great line in the slicer where they're sitting there going to, he's going to put that to just, uh, they slice the food for the cat and he needs to get in the house. They have to do the electricity. That scene oh, is so good. Oh, so good. And Kramer's like, why don't you do it? Yeah. She goes, no, you just do it. He goes, I know, but you're... And he goes, all right. And he goes, <laughs> like, and just the way he shocks. He goes, oh, you're all right? Yeah. He goes, yeah. Uh, the strike, the that. dealership, the reverse people. Reverse people is oh, great episode. The dealership. Grease monkey. I don't I care mean, for that term. Yeah, yeah, Wix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Strongbox, Wizard, The Burning, The Bookstore, The yeah, Frogger, yeah, The Frogger. Yeah. Frogger, and so you go, feet. just go kind of to the end and like see if they. Uh, That's it. There's yeah. So Larry David, did he come back in just for the final? He did. I think he did. Yeah. So that like whole cool. thing, the clip show is like obviously just whatever. The Puerto Rican Day Parade, they all wrote. I don't think it's bad. It's like it's a lot of cooks in the kitchen on that. Yeah, one. a lot. Yeah, a lot of people in on it. But I mean, you're, they're at the end. Yeah. Uh, 
The Frogger is a great episode. Oh, like, yeah. there's, these are great episodes, man. Like these are, I argue that these are some of the most lines said That's are from true. this. Yada, yada, all that stuff. All that stuff, the most famous lines are from eight and nine. That's and so people point. just act like Seinfeld's a joke. Yeah. And like, you know, like, ah, he was pointless to the show. I completely agree. You make a good point. And I, I appreciate that you you got Jerry's back. The only thing I'll say about these episodes that takes me out of it is sometimes the characters, it doesn't live up to their true care. Like one point, there's one episode where Kramer gets lost. Yeah. And his whole thing is that he's like a New York guy. Mm-hmm. He drove the the fire truck. He knows yeah. every every street. You know, but uh, he's like, why would Kramer get lost? So stuff like that where you're like, how do you know these characters or not? Yeah. And that would take me out of it. But there's great comedy in all these episodes. That's first and first. Yes. Yeah, first I mean, first. yeah. How could two streets intersect yeah. each other? <laughs> it's like the nexus of the universe. Nexus of the universe. Yeah. I mean, that line is. It's great. It's so great. And like that, he sells that line. Yeah. I mean, but you look at like what episode, was that when, when he's calling down to the uh, he's dating a girl. Yes, in, yeah, in like Battery Park yeah. or something. And he's like, Connie. He goes, you know what? Same time, you know, uh, it's the same time there. Oh as it yeah, is here. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's kind of his character. Is like that's true, you know. And so he goes down there, and it's just. But it, the, I think the joke of it is he doesn't know the streets, but he knows that fire department that's just in the west side. Mm. You wouldn't call that fire department for the Battery Park. I see. You'd call one of their fire departments. Right. So he knows west side where they're at. And then the joke of it is like, well, nobody, you know, he thinks Battery Battery Park down all the way down by Wall Street is a different area. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're in New York, it kind of, there's it kind times of people are like, uh, they could be like, I ain't been down past 14th Street yeah, in two years. Exactly. Like they don't know what's down there. Right. And like, because it's like you don't end up going down there. That's very New York. But I, yeah, the Wizards great. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't love season nine as much as you do. Some of those, I feel like they're. Some of the storylines were getting a little more far fetched with, like the cough with the dog smuckers. That's that's Andrew Doria though. Is so, it? Yeah. Whoa. And so if the line was maybe one of my favorite. There's a few favorite lines, but when he goes, "Why don't you go to a doctor?" He goes, "I'll take a." <laughs> so he's going to go to a, a vet over a doctor. He goes, "I'll take a vet over a doctor any day." They got to cure a, a chicken, yeah. a dog, a turtle, a frog, all in the same day. Yeah. And he makes a point there where you're like, yeah, I mean, I guess they are versatile. <laughs> like That's the, true. That's a very Nate joke, yes. too. Yeah. And so, like, that line yeah. is unbelievable. I get, like, his cough, and, like, I can see how I don't take it as serious. Mm-hmm. So, I just, it's a, and I just think about that line and the idea. And Jerry holds, I just watched it. Jerry holds the keys. Yeah. He goes, come on, you'll go for a run? Uh-huh. You'll go for a run? And he's in the back. He goes, this ain't where. <laughs> And then he's coughing. He loses his shoe. He runs off. Oh yeah. Then he got big head. Yeah. They call Lane oh, big, head. big head. So they go. She's at the old mill res- yes. restaurant. And he's and they he's walking by. He's coughing. And the lady runs out. Hey, you need some help? There's some big headed woman <laughs> that's trying to like Brings stab this guy. So he goes to the cop. He starts coughing, yeah. telling him like he's a dog. Like he goes, classy. I know, I know what he's saying. Yeah, because that's pretty. There's great. a fight at the old mill. Good boy, good boy. I'll right, follow you. Right. So that's Kramer's storyline. Seinfeld, our Elaine storyline is going. She called him big headed, and she goes, "One nice things anybody ever said to me. He's a bad breaker upper. How would you know? That's one of the." best parts of a relationship is if someone oh, can't break right. up why would i want to be in it right that kind of stuff and then that guy just keeps doing it. he goes great with your bump in your nose and then it starts you know oh, never yeah. seen a bird hit a woman's head right. before like right. that's all that and then uh george kills a costanza huh that's the andrea doria that's andrea doria yeah that's george's maybe greatest oh yeah thing ever where that guy 
he gets in there and the stories of Costanza, and he goes, uh, I mean, another one that's my favorite is you, you look at that, the vet, a dog, that line, and then the other one with uh, George, where he goes in and he goes, the guy survived Andrew Dorrit. And he goes, oh, I remember that. There's some fire. She goes, shipwreck. He goes, I remember. And then he walks out. <laughs> and then they talk. And then Kramer has a book, The Astonishing Tales of the Seas. Yes, yes. And he goes, 51 people died. He goes, what? He goes, how many people died on a normal cruise? 30, 40? <laughs> like, which is my favorite line. Like, That's a great it's joke. so funny to think that every cruise that goes out, yes. 30 to 40 people die on it. <laughs> and people are just going on cruises. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you're just like, I mean, I'm dying on a normal cruise. Yeah. 30, 40? Brilliant. He goes, I got astonishing bear attacks. Yeah. Like, so he goes, takes him and watches that. And he goes, it took a long time. Then he goes, when he walks up, that old man's moving in the boat and he goes, ahoy, mate. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to take that. And he does this whole story as everybody's crying. Yeah. Like he's hitting the wall when the right, guy's talking. Right. <laughs> he walks out and goes, oh, by the way, uh, when my fiance uh, died from uh, envelopes that I bought that poison thing. He goes, all right, thank you. Yeah. Good night. And walks out. And they're like, you know, and he goes, ah, it's, it's my thing. And I he, love when she's trying to show him the place. He's like, check out these parquet floors. Yeah. Try to guard me. Oh, guard yeah, me. that's a he great goes, joke. And jumps at her. That's why Andrea Doria just has all those lines. Yeah. The one that's, uh, that everybody talks about, the, the, that is the one probably the best speeches of like, uh, the sea was angry that yes. day, my friends. So if you watch that whole episode, it's not good. Mm -hmm. George's is good. Again, George's is great. He's a marine biologist. Jerry lied about that. And like, he's like, I don't know how to be a marine biologist. Yeah. It's like architect. And so he has to act. He get, you know, he's like, when, uh, uh, what's those islands? Uh, Galapagos. Galapagos uh, Islands. He goes, yeah, turtle. He goes, mainly turtle stuff. Yeah. You know, and then Jerry has that great line where he goes, you know, he's like working on like wells, cholesterol. It's like, you know, they're the biggest mammals in the world, but they don't have to be. Yeah. Like George says, they don't have to be. But like George says, they don't have to be, which yeah. is so, so it's good. So good. And then he goes on there. There's a well on the thing. And someone just goes, is anybody a marine biologist? No one's ever yelled yes. for a marine biologist ever in the history of life. Of course. And he goes in there. Is anybody a marine biologist? And shows him walking out. Yeah. And he goes back to that story. Kramer in the ball. Kramer's part is pretty good. Yep. Uh, but Jerry's is like the t-shirt. The yeah, oh, Golden oh, Boy. Golden Boys. Boy. Yeah, yeah. It's like not, it's like whatever. Mm -hmm. But that speech. So people think that because they say that speech. And you're like, go look at it. So we're looking at like pound for pound. The whole episode. Right. And so that's where I think Andrew Dory is like, everybody's storyline is pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so like that one is like a big one for me. But I mean, Festivus is actually. Festivus is killer. The Festivus strike. Is up there. The strike. I mean, when he jams his coat in the, uh, when he goes to sign back of work and he goes, where, where did everybody do? He goes, I think everyone got other jobs. He goes, <laughs> kind of like, what were you going to oh, do this for? Oh, that one's a What do you got in there? Crackers? Yeah, crackers. That's great. And then, no, that's that's the one when he gets a real job, oh, which oh, is sorry. another one that's great. Yeah. Where he goes, what's in there? Cracker. He gets working hard and he's like, we're not hanging out anymore. Right, and, right. Uh, and the guy, they fire him and he goes, look, I don't even <laughs> work here. And the guy goes, yeah, that's what makes this so hard. What a joke. <laughs> like, it's... Uh, they Man. all know, and it's like he's in there just like hustling bus, trying to get on the subway. <laughs> yes, yes. He's telling jokes. He goes, he's got me bumping my, busting my hump over there. He goes, and Jerry makes that chicken dinner. Yeah. He goes, uh, which is was he goes, he goes, do you make this? He goes, ordered in, still effort. Uh, and then, you know, he goes, we don't hang out anymore. He's got an ulcer. Like, it's, yeah. that line, that's unbelievable. So yeah, good. That one. But the strike But the strike was when he comes in to work back in that bagel place. Oh, and when he goes no there bagel, no bagel. and he puts his jacket in the where they keep the bagels. Oh, his yeah. His winter coat. <laughs> 
He doesn't put it on a hook. He opens, slides open the door where they keep the bagels yeah. and jams in the corner. So if you go buy bagels, you're like, I'll get that. What's that? You're like, that's that guy's <laughs> coat that he just, that's where he keeps it. Right, right. Another great line from that one is uh, Elaine comes in and she gets all messed up from the steam and he goes, Yamahama, it's yeah. Fright Night. <laughs> yeah, it's Fright Night. They all come together yeah. at the, that's where she makes the bet right. on the horses. Then they bring them over the different lighting mm-hmm. and then yes. uh, they bring them all over and, you know, the two face. The two face. Yeah. Like and they the all go to Lane Bennett's. We get a lot of phone calls about you. Yeah. And then they're there and like, what are you doing here? And Kramer's like, it's a Festivus miracle. <laughs> and then he sits there and brings uh, maybe my second, my favorite, not main character, uh, the George's boss. Oh, Mr. Kruger. Oh, Mr. Kruger. I mean, unreal. I think that guy just died. Too. Really? Like, I think he died in a weird way. Like, he committed suicide. They, yeah. What? They found him like in the forest yeah whoa or he went a walk on his own or something kind of crazy and but he uh like he's probably my favorite off character mm-hmm. like that's not a main one just unreal like you know it's like yeah yep. he's great he goes i'm not too worried about it yeah like when he goes <laughs> they go but no one's he wouldn't do anything he's eating don't he's out there eating yeah and him and george are doing right something. right you know we got to do this stuff i'm not too worried about it yeah like, he goes the human fun, he gives that to the human oh, fun. That's right. And that's uh, the photo. that's the fe- and human fun is Festivus. And oh, uh, wow. no, yeah. the photo one's a great one that's too. That's a great one. He, he comes in. That's the slicer. That's the slicer, right? So that's because he had the nine. mole. The mole. How good is the slicer? That's great. The slicer episode's unbelievable. Amazing. It's got that as a character. They bring him in. He's where he's there. George is trying to get out of that. Yes. And then he goes, "You lost a lot of hair." Yeah. Like, you, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm aware. You see that no one like that's what's so great about Seinfeld. No one gets mad. Like yes. the like the guy just the guy could just flip out like why'd you break in my office and all this stuff they don't have the character to do that the character just goes huh you lost like he's he's fine that yeah. George tried to do this and he just goes you lost a lot of hair <laughs> I'm aware and then that's the end that's it George is the one that's the most mad exactly like it's the fact that no one's getting mad with them that's true that's yeah. what drives them crazy and it it's makes like, George more of a loser he's more of a lunatic loser yelling at all these yes people. and good, so Slicer's a great one and then yeah Mark this, tell me what's your favorite. Well, I think maybe I think the best episode might be the opposite, George. Yeah. The race. Yes. That is one to me that as a full episode, to me it's flawless. Yeah. You know, with the whole thing with the back and what is what is that? Canvas? Yeah. Oh, it made the Guggenheim. Really? It yeah. didn't take that long either. Oh, yeah. All that is That's amazing. A, what do you do at yeah. the nightclub? A lot of you ever notice? <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. It seems like a lot of guys are doing yeah, that, that these days. Is, Boy, yeah, you lost a lot of hair there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you used to have a thick, yeah. full. I mean, it's yeah. just so good. Well, when I made my first million. <laughs> When he says he made the Guggenheim, and he goes, yeah. it didn't take that long didn't either. Take that long like either. it's very, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, that someone built a building, <laughs> and that they would say, "How was that?" He goes, "Take that long." Yeah. You know, like I mean, would an architect ever say that? Yeah, of course not. Would they ever go like, "I'll be honest with you," one of the easier things to do. Yeah, like, it's such. Yeah, that's amazing. Choose not to run. Kramer becomes a communist. I mean, there's so oh, much yeah. good stuff in that's that. That's a one. good one. Yeah. That's that to me. That's a flawless. But my favorite episode for some reason, this episode just hits me. Is the dinner party? Yeah, it's written by Larry David, but it's it's the whole show is just stand up. You know, he's yeah. like, uh, what, "What kind of cake you want to buy? Black Forest? Ooh, scary! Yeah. How about carrot cake? You don't make carrots in a cake. I'm sorry." He's yeah. just doing bits. Yeah. yeah, and I love that episode. Uh, the marble rye is, is in it. The marble rye is the dinner party. Yeah, is it called marble rye? No, no, that's that. They just have the marble rye, but they oh babka is babka. Uh, sorry, yeah. and he's like a uh, chocolate babka. chocolate babka. No, we got a cinnamon. 
ah, cinnamon. Yeah. No, cinnamon's good. He defends yeah. cinnamon. Uh, they slip in the liquor store. And, oh, uh, that's where you got the big coat. Big coat. Big coat. Big coat. Big coat. Big coat. Saddam Hussein. Yeah. There's so many jokes yeah. in that one. And it's it's a Larry David early one. And uh, mm. that one just hits me. I don't, I don't I don't. we want to put a big jug of Pepsi in the middle of the table. Yeah. I like yeah. ring dings. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't even, they show up and give the guy the TV. No, that's no, a that's different one. The, that's the yeah. Drake. The Drake. Yeah, oh, yeah. But they just show up because it was such a hellish day that they just give the yeah. guy the, the vodka and they leave. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that is a good one. I love that episode. Yeah, that's interesting. That's not one that you would think someone would say is their favorite. I know. It just yeah. that one speaks to me. Yeah, it's yeah. just all jokes. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, what's yours? Uh, I said before I'll stick with the soup Nazi. Yeah, oh, classic. I got, I got blasted because they said it was too easy, but I feel like every storyline in that's very funny to me. Yeah, it's one of the has got the armoire. Solid. Yeah, and. Armor is great. The yeah. Kramer and the street thugs. That, yeah. Yeah. Street, street toughs. Yeah. Street toughs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, George with the poopy schmoopy that kind of backfires oh, yeah. on him. Yeah. yeah. So. Schmoopy, schmoopy, schmoopy. Yeah. I'd like that one. I would say the smooshy. I didn't like those, them saying that the whole mm. time. Like sometimes it, when you, someone's doing something that kind of feels weird. Yeah. You just feel like Jerry would too. never have done that. Yeah. And so, I get that. and so, like that's what pulls me out of it. But I, the the Lane Kramer and Sue Nazi are unreal. Yeah, that he when he goes in there and she goes ba 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 ba. She's ordering. Incredible. Remember I told you, you look like uh, Al, Pacino. Al Pacino, like in Sin yeah. of a Woman. Sin of a Woman. Hua hua. That that and she's just hitting all over it. Like it's a yeah, it's a. I mean that one's a the huge one. Yeah, yeah that's a great. I really funny. like the pool guy. That's movie phone. Oh yeah, yeah. The movie phone is yep. that's big. I mean, big dude. Why don't you just tell me the movie you like? like? Yeah. When that came out, I mean, I was a big movie phone guy. Yeah. I, I, that's what people did. You yeah. called it. It sounded like that recording yeah. was so funny. That's just true. That's what I always I say. What's the matter with you? Like because of that episode because yeah. Kramer would always when he goes to Jerry he goes oh my buddy Jerry saw the movie and he's like talk to him and Jerry's like I'm not talking to him he goes come on he goes what's the matter with you <laughs> like it's so funny to yeah. think like Jerry doesn't want to talk to an absolute stranger about a movie <laughs> about that he Fire just Storm. Yeah, about Firestorm right, right. Oh, and he goes and true. Kramer's like what's the matter with you man just do it like that, Kramer said that a lot yeah and that's yeah. a great character is just someone that's like, that's almost how you just, like, he's like, he's going to put you in a horrible situation. Yep, yep. And then if you don't do it, he's like, what's the matter? You're Make not you gonna, look like the idiot. Yeah, you're the, what's the matter with you? Yeah, yeah that's the little thing. Yeah. One time there's an episode where Jerry and Elaine are fighting. He goes, can't you guys see you're in love with each other? Yeah. And they're like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's just classic Kramer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that, the poor guy is a great episode. Secret Code oh, is yeah. a big one too. Oh, yeah. Season uh, seven's my favorite. Yeah. That's up there, yeah. Season, season seven, I, I get it. I just Seven. don't like that eight and nine get just no love. No love. The Marble Rye is another one. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Incredible that they Beefarino. You know, did they take the rye? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, No, they knew it was there. They didn't yeah. put it out. <laughs> I mean, that's a great, great. Frank still goes, Who has the chicken and the <laughs> Yes, yeah. that's one of the best. Yeah. It's perverse. It's perverse, yeah. <laughs> Something missing. He goes, Something's missing. Something's missing, all right. <laughs> and then uh and that's where they do. I mean, man, I would, you know, I say Frank and his, Costanza's parents, I mean, their whole family is the, my favorite thing. Yeah. But they're, yeah, and that's where like the Kruger is, like, he's he's more of like, he wasn't in a ton, ton yeah. of them, but yeah. that was the best, like, kind of come on character. Yeah. Uh, Taking out bananas on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? That was uh, when George is the hand model. Oh, another yeah. great one. And uh, he's living back at home, and he's wearing gloves everywhere. And 
the mom is being so nice to him now because he's actually <laughs> doing something with his life. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I made jello. And he goes, Does it have the bananas in it? Like Frank Stiller just jimes in, like, does it have the bananas in it? She's like, Yeah, that's banana. Why don't you put the bananas on the side? Yeah. He's like, Stop, I can't have all this stress around my epidermis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah she's uh great. yeah, that's awesome. All right. All right. We got it. We did this was much longer than we thought. Uh, Before we you go, I did find I think your... we could keep going. Oh, I honestly yeah. think we'll have you back and maybe you'll be our special Seinfeld episode. I'm down. When uh, Jerry Stiller died last year, ESPN wrote an article, what what the hell did you trade Jay Buhner for? Uh, and found out that he was right. It was Ken Phelps. Yeah, that Ken was Phelps. It. And they looked at their careers, and, and Frank Costanza was right about, uh, oh, that was wow. a terrible mistake, trading, yeah. trading Jay Buhner. So that's pretty funny, and that's a great. nice tribute to Jerry Stiller. That's the other one that we always say all the time. Like, uh, he goes, I think I got a way to get uh, Ken Griffey and uh, <laughs> Barry Bonds, and we don't got to give up that much either. <laughs> same outfield. In same outfield. We don't got to give up that much. Yeah. And someone wrote an article about that. Wow. Being like, could they have done it uh. at that time? And they're like, maybe. Yeah. Because Ken Griffey was huge. Barry was like not what he became. Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey was. And they had an outfield that like, could they have made that trade and not really given up that much? Yeah, it would have been a very wacky trade, but they were trying to figure out how they could have done it. I mean, I, I don't think there's any way, but such a funny, just kind of quick line. <laughs> yeah. Two biggest athletes, <laughs> maybe, you know, two of the most famous in baseball. And he goes, I think I found it. Like, yeah. George found a way. <laughs> he's the traveling get, secretary. He's the traveling secretary. <laughs> I found a way to get King Griffey and Barry Bonds, and we don't got to give up that much. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped short. I, I mean, stopped so short. many yeah. great ones. Oh, dude, that one's a great one. That's where a he, great one. Uh, he goes, he goes. This guy. That's oh. one of my other favorite lines. He goes, he goes, which means this guy. He's not. He's not my type of guy. <laughs> like it's, he tells Elaine that. I mean, it's so it's so good. Yeah, so good. I she had must a, have been some doll. Because I had yeah. enough. Yeah, had she a, was. She was. Yeah. Oh, is that that one? No, that's from Festivus. Oh, Festivus. That line. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She must have been some doll. It goes, it must have been some doll. She was. <laughs> I mean, Festivus is... Whew. Yeah, that's goes, up there. All right, George, wrestle your father. Ah. <laughs> like, he makes us make him fight. He goes, come on, Dad. Yeah. He goes, fight your father, George. You can beat him. I mean, just... How about when they're at the jailhouse and he's like, my son isn't quick enough to hitch a ski like this. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? I'll yeah. drop you like a bag of dirt. You're, you want it? You, you got, got it! it. <laughs> that was in the first outtakes you that's ever right. saw. That that's was right. Like, oh, yeah. Get Classic. It. The Steelers... I, I mean, I don't think they're underrated. I mean, as even as a as a married couple, they were very good together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jerry Stiller too. Like in everything he did, uh, I mean, Ben Stiller. I'm a giant Ben Stiller. I love fan. Ben Stiller. And like, I think he's someone that sometimes people kind of blow off. And yeah. you're like, dude, no, no, I'll no. watch anything that guy does. Tropic Thunder one. is amazing. Ben would love to meet you sometime. <laughs> giant fan. Of uh, Tropic Thunder, but I, I mean, I'll watch his Zoolander. The Heartbreak Kid. Oh is yeah, great with his dad. Uh, I'm a. You, I saw him at a restaurant once. That's the closest Ooh. I've got. Yeah, he walked into the restaurant and we were hanging out. And I mean, I was like, he's one that I was like, I just if I really like someone, that's the one. Those are the people that I can't. Same. Like I just Same. stare at and I'm like, golly, I just want to talk to this dude. Yeah. Like I love everything he does. Like if you feel like they fit with you, mm-hmm. you know. So. I know that's tough. Uh, all right, this was a uh, Norman. Thank you, buddy. We got you in. Sold Thank out you. weekend at Norman's about to, if you can go check him out, Norman's, uh, it's about to get real for you. I don't know. Who knows? I'll I know. screw it I up think somehow. So. <laughs> I appreciate no, it. No, you, uh, you almost did, but it's, uh, <laughs> they, I think you're, 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 I mean, obviously everybody knows you're an amazing comic. I'm not saying I'm even above you. Like you're, you're oh, with you're... us and that I'm older than you. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you're, it's like about to be, it's about to start. 
theater. It's going to start coming. Makes me nervous. It's going to get crazy. I like this level. I like the club selling out. But you think it's nice? But I think it'll go as whatever you want to go do. Maybe you want to just do clubs. Yeah. Uh, so you do whatever you want to go do. But it's you know yeah I think you're going to do whatever you want, man. Selling these clubs is not easy. No, no. It's not easy to sell out clubs. You, got you have a giant audience that wants to watch you and that loves you, and you're a great, great comic. And so it's all it's all coming together. Ah, jeez. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> all right. Every day is my birthday. Yeah. But I mean, once they see through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, other hand, Bates. Hey, yeah. Batesy. Bates, I'll be honest with you, I think you peaked five years ago. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. So, all right. Uh I don't know when this is going to come out. Go to marknorman.com, right? Your website. Marknormancomedy.com. Marknormancomedy.com. Uh, my, check out some YouTube stuff. I'm all YouTube. over the place. Special on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Comedy Central put out. Did great. Thank it you. It was a giant special, and a lot of people saw it. Uh, and so, yeah, very funny. Everybody that knows you is very funny. Uh, a lot of late night stuff. If you want some clean stuff, yeah. Mark Norman, just watch all his late night Four tonight shows. Four tonight shows. There you uh, go. So, yeah. And then you can check our stuff out. As always. As always. Uh, all right. Aaron, will be back. Uh, thanks for doing this special episode. Thank you. I think it was a fun one. It was a fun one. Great. Ep. All right. There you go. All the Seinfeld people. We did it. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.